Uh, so we're watching the Return of the King. Uh, mine is currently uh, loading, uh, <laughs> and it, it seems to be the spinning wheel of death. So we'll see what happens. Uh, this movie is four hours and twenty-three minutes long. Four hours long. Um, just so that we are all aware of what we're about to get ourselves into. Um, it, and we're it's in the thick of it by now. Two hours and five minutes. So, <laughs> we are getting ready to start the third installment the return of the king uh the chapter is titled the finding of the king uh and we are going to be starting in 10 9 joseph 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 here we go! Oh, hey, this one's made by New Line Cinema. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what? what? New Line Cinema? No way! <laughs> I'll be back right. in just a minute, y'all. Same right, here. Right. I gotta I gotta go for a little bit. I'll be back. All right, Eric. All right. Scott, it's just me, you, and Seppi. <laughs> I'm here. You... <laughs> oh, he's has got a very adult eight, uh, voice. Just so you know, Seppi, voice. are not on the ground right now. <laughs> he is supporting himself only by his hands on our coffee table. <laughs> you go, bro. He rolled a twenty strength check. <laughs> Nat twenty. I'm tripping over cables. Here, right. Me and Ashton are having date night. Oh, date hey. night. Where are your kids? <laughs> They're in the living room watching their show. They're killing each other. <laughs> nice. I'll sing right now. So I can get it. <laughs> I'm uh, warm. Family pucker. Scott, oh, hey, look. Sing so I can sync up with y'all. Ashton, just so you know, you're live on Where Facebook. Yeah. We're at 114, 15, 16, 17. Time doesn't help me, Scott. What? Help Time me, everyone, Kenobi. Are you saying something about old Toby? No, I said they're in the boat. Where in are you at, boat. Scott? Here. Um, uh, your count, your count, bro. 132, 34, 35, 36. No, I don't, I don't see time because I'm on the DVD. Okay, here, I'll show you. Yeah, you got to describe to me what you're seeing. Okay, y'all are ahead of me. Don't move it yet. Wow. I'm watching my screen in your screen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're synced up. I'm maybe a little ahead of you now. I think, yeah, I think Scott's a little ahead of me, so that's all right. Thanks, hey, Scott. Deagle. Deagle's a, you're about to die, Deagle. Must have been a big old fish. Yeah, he never got the fish. That's what's kind of disappointing about all that. Very sad. So I hope JP can come back on because you could have some really good book conversations about the return of the King. Yeah. It is by far the best of the trilogy in the book wise. 
And that's uh, saying they're all really good. And he was watching. I don't know if he's still watching, but <laughs> if you are, join us. Come back to us. <laughs> hey, I got a... I'll be right back. Our friendly neighborhood bread delivery man slash Knight of Columbus is here. BRB. Nice. I don't like seeing fratricide anyway. Tell him he needs to meet with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Joseph, now it's down to two. And then there were two. Yeah. Tell me about what's going on. What is happening? Um, well, Drigo is Smeagol's kinfolk. Hey, it's Ashen. Hey, Ashen. Hey. Hey, uh, Ashen, why don't you tell us what's going on? Give us commentary. <laughs> um, they're about to kill each other. <laughs> Wait, they both die? In a way. You In a way, they do. Dies. Ah, In a way, Smeagol dies. He dies to Gollum. That's right. Oh. Is that is that Nanny? Is that Nanny? Although I will say he is not holding him nearly long enough to actually kill him with that stranglehold. Yeah. Just throwing that out. It's not even holding in the right spot. No, he's not. <laughs> How do you know these things? Hi, Rose. You're thirsty. What would you like to drink? Uh, nothing. They he they he just went to sleep. <laughs> wow. Go get mommy. Go. That's okay. Let's go this way, Rose. Hey, it's just you and me, Ashen and Sappy. Hey, Sappy. Sappy. Who's that? How many people do we actually have watching us? Um, that was on live. Six? Maybe? <laughs> no. He just kicked this on my foot. <laughs> Ow, Sappy. Ashton is on! Here, I'm a stand in. Scotty had to run. <laughs> I like it. Who's talking? <laughs> Except you can come up and see, you just can't touch the laptop. Hey, buddy. Yeah. It's Lucy and Charlie. Yeah, this is kind of a nasty scene anyway. They don't need to watch this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Eli. <laughs> Okay, now go back and watch the show. Bye, Sippy. Sippy. Bye, Charlie. The show. Say bye. Bye, Ashton. Hey, it's just me. I am the only Catholic nerd right now. <laughs> Lone cat. Oh, no, here she comes. Hi, Sippy. You see Sippy? Sippy, who's that? Hi. Who's that? Hi. Always watch when his eyes change to the CG. Yeah. You can kind of tell there's that one moment. So what's your favorite movie of these, of the Lord Fellowship, of the Rings? The Fellowship, definitely. Daddy. How about you? Um, 
the two towers was my favorite before I read the books because the action, and then the fellowship is my favorite. Reading the books. It's not because true. it's the closest. It, it holds the most true to the books. The two towers. No, the fellowship holds the most true to oh, the book. Yeah. And the, but the two towers was my favorite before reading the book because of all the action and you know I was a boy and I was like ah killing, letting yeah. off through cool elf tricks. Yeah, actually, that's my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Fellowship, then Return of the King, then The Two Towers. But it might be because I overwatched it. The Return of the you King. You know, when you're waiting for The Return of the King and you just watch it again and again and again. Yeah. The Return of the King has the most of my fatal flaws, but I think I agree with you that The the Two Towers is probably my least favorite of the movies. And that's not because I don't like it. It's just because I like the other two so much. Even though The Return of the King does have so many of those fatal flaws, in my opinion. Like flaws, like in the in the mechanics of it, like how it's no written. of like things they did different from the book that I feel really made from the story that they didn't oh. do. Oh. Like they they took liberties and it wasn't like oh they left out the whole Tom Bombadil scene. Well, okay, I get that. This is like I like you Tom really Bombadil. Have done it how they the did the one. book, and you hurt the story because of it. Yeah, he commented, "R.I.P. Deagle." <laughs> Thanks, Mama. Oh, I'm calling him Dreagle. I think he is. He's right. It is Deagle. Was, Mama. Mama. Yeah, because don't they rhyme yeah. Smeagol and Deagle? Yeah, I was putting brothers there as Dreagle. Or just friends. They're like brothers or cousins? I thought they were like kinsfolk or something. Yeah. Mama. I mean, it can't be just a coincidence Mama. that their names are so similar, right? Yeah. Mama. Mama. When you sit back down, we'll have to turn the Look, look, watch on here. Okay, but we're too dark. What you got, bud? Uh, you can get in the C seat. Come on. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> he just took my laptop and spun it so that it was facing him. <laughs> Look, it's Co it's Mr. Cody. That. Oh, I Welcome back, JP. Hey. He's connected to audio still. <laughs> I love the portrayal of like the death and destruction everywhere. Although they are getting to like Italian, so I guess it could be. So I'm on my work laptop. I don't know if this camera's going to cooperate. Gotcha. My work laptop doesn't. But I'm here. <laughs> there we go. Hey, at least you'll be giving us your awesome commentary. Are you still wearing that cool headband? I do what I can. <laughs> There's something. Oh, oh, let me just kick the keyboard. I lost my charger cable. Don't die on me now. There you go. There's something that I wanted JP's opinion on, but I can't remember what it was from the second movie. Let's try that again. Welcome, Kelsey. Thank you for joining us again. Oh, are you stuck? A few. Well, uh, for those of you that are just joining. Um, we are currently at 
the third movie, The Return of the King, at 10 minutes and 37, 38 seconds in. Uh, Gandalf the White is showing up on a horse. A white horse at that. So, <laughs> shadow tracks. Sure, you can sure see women. But one of the things is whiter than the other. So which one is really the white? Is it the Gandalf horse? Gandalf the eggshell. Hey, crew. Hey, crew. Gandalf the eggshell. I like it. <laughs> the salted pork is particularly good. <laughs> JP, how's work treating you? Oh, it's a really slow day, as uh, most Saturdays usually are. So, what do you do? Not gonna complain. What's that? Your, what is your profession? I am a copy editor. Uh, well, copy and online editor for a newspaper here in oh. Lafayette. <laughs> Nice. We just had our bread man deliver some bread. I promised the kids some of that, so. There's like 40 <laughs> boxes. We got like 40 boxes of Tasty Cake Juniors. Nice. Would you like to share? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on by. No, y'all need to bring Open them over the here. Step. <laughs> we shall have peace. Peace. This is some of the spoils of Saruman here. Yeah, I'd like to hear um, uh, Tex's opinion of Theoden in this scene. <laughs> Tex, Tex is uh, away right now, so. Good. <laughs> I'm kidding. Know. When your hand is a man. Where's the cabbage in there? Gibbets and crows. That's an insult right there. Theoden's terrible. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Tex. <laughs> yeah, I always felt I felt that this whole scene was kind of a weak point in the movie. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, oh, big dramatic thing, Gandalf. Let me go back to what I was originally gonna say. We, you know, repent. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't. I think the scripting was a little weak in this part. Yeah, that's why they took it out. This dialogue was a little stilted. Yeah, and I get it because in the book, the whole scene was influenced by his magical ability to, you know, influence people with his speech, and that's kind of hard to depict in movie but and there's no layup for it yeah or not much anyway i just keep expecting them to fall like because this watery area is full of massive pits right where they were like digging and where the hobbits go <laughs> i just keep expecting them to fall like into the water absolutely the horses are very. I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna dual wield laptops, so I'm gonna jump back on my other one and have both going. There you go. I'll be right back. Surround visual. 
Oh, we got it moving now. Uh, welcome, Cody and Chase. Thank y'all for watching with us. We are at ah, 14 minutes and 50 seconds into the movie, uh, The Return of the King. Are you watching us? Watch us? Watch us? Well, you're doing the same. <laughs> <laughs> you all on your phone. Yeah, well. This whole scene is ironic because Saruman shoots fire at Gandalf, and Gandalf's like specialty is fire because he bears the red ring, which gives him like power of fire. So it's, it's ironic. The word you keep saying, I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> We're about to have a major deviation from the book, right? Oh, yeah. major. Because he doesn't die. Yeah, you all hear what Ashton said? What? what? Major deviation from the book was about to happen. Greenlit, yeah, agreement. Worm tunnel. Yeah. Wait, what did he do? Come back and take over the Shire. Yeah, Grima and Saruman don't oh, actually die right. in the book. Here. They do die, but not here. <laughs> Spoiler he said- alert. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> no, uh, 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 put down the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's picking up Here he comes to save the day. Go find a pup dog. Oh. You smell like <laughs> up dog. Up dog? What's up dog? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's up with you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who is Chase? Oh, here he comes. What are your thoughts oh, on Harold Bloom? No, stop. It's Legolas the critic of Tolkien literature. I don't. I'm not familiar with what you're talking about, Chase. I haven't read much critiquing of Tolkien's literature. All I've read really is uh, the Lord of the Rings by Tolkien. Okay, so, question. so uh, if y'all have any thoughts on Harold Bloom critiquing Tolkien's literature, why yeah, I don't did have Legolas much to say shoot there. Grima? Why did he? Because he was killing Saruman. And what's the problem with that? They wanted to, um, Gandalf was trying to save, help bring Saruman to redemption. Because ah. he, he is, Saruman is like this, he, he was a very mighty wizard, or, uh, what are we, Istari yeah. is what they are. But, you know, the, he was very, he should, he deserved a lot of respect in his prime. And um, this scene is yeah, so it, was, it would be better for him to be able to be brought to redemption than to die because he did wield so much power uh, and did do good in his time before he turned evil. Well, and they, they could give him some insights in how to attack Sauron too. Yeah, that's, you know, the practical purpose of it. <laughs> But now I've got the Palantir, so he doesn't need to be alive. Yeah. Oh. But like even in the um the book at the end of at the end of the Return of the King, when Saruman does actually die, uh Frodo stops them from shooting him. Cause he says I forget exactly what he says, maybe you remember JP, but it's something along the lines of like we we are not like we what's the word I'm getting? Almost like we're not worthy to spill his blood. Like he's he's such a oh powerful. Saruman. Yeah, yeah. What Frodo's yeah. saying when he's telling them to not to shoot Saruman, yeah. and then Grima goes up and you know kills him. <laughs> yeah, and then they end up 
like it's it's one of those split decision things after he kills Saruman they just yeah they just shoot Grima because you know he's got a weapon like one of those people (laughs) yeah trying to figure out what kind of tree tree beard is (laughs) (laughs) a Lewis tree he's an ant he says it not a will his gender is male he identifies as an ant he does not identify as a tree that's what I was so wondering. They do like, eventually fall asleep and become trees. Uh, so he's a pre-tree. Yes. A lot of these things that are happening, especially in like Two Towers and Turn of the King, they it's all this setup for like Tolkien being like, this is why we don't see them in the world anymore, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like Mary and Pippin growing in the Two Towers. It's like that's what happened to Hobbits, is they all just kind of grew taller over the generation. I thought he was, I thought he said the hobbits get got shorter and shorter and like recluse themselves from society more. Oh, I didn't know that. Did he, was that like something I thought that, that was like the appendixes of the Return of the King when he's like going over the history of the hobbits. Hmm. I could be wrong. Don't, did, you know, look that up. I want to look that, yeah, I want to look into that. I thought that's what he's saying that like the race, cause I remember, I thought I remember him saying they got to like shorter than two feet. <laughs> Which is pretty short. Yeah. I one of the the mystery of the ant wives I thought was always interesting because it's yeah. clear Tom Bombadil's wondering about Fangorn and there's some question about Tom Bombadil. Someone inquires after Tom Bombadil after all this. Like, I mean, it seems like the riddle to the ant wives. If Fangor and Tom had just spoken, we would have figured this out. Yeah. I think there's a, in the books, I think there's like a, a part where Merry or Pippin in Return of the King, like at that point where they part ways with Treebeard, is like, if you're still looking for the Entwives, check the old, old forest. forest. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what, I think eventually they sent some Ents out that way, but I, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Little hairy women. The drinking game. Nice you are little addition. In my fingers. People, uh, Reddit is saying beech or oak tree, but. He does say, I am no tree. Hey, that's what I told you. Oh, he did? My bad. Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't mean that ants he couldn't says, have breeds like oaks do. You know, like- I mean, when the, in the ant moot, you know, when all the people are gathering, he's like, beak, beach, oak, yeah, right. chestnut, right. ash. It's right. like they the forebears of tree species. Right. Yeah. They can still have the same designation. Come. Even though they're not trees. Yeah. Give me boo for the brave and true. Come on, the good dragon. Seppy's clapping about that. Yay. They said that uh, this scene with Gandalf's face, like, had to get just the right expression. Peter Jackson did this take 
so many times. How many times? So many. Oh, so many. Like 72 times. Like, whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> but to get that right expression of what he's thinking right here. You know, that slow drift of emotions and thoughts on his face is just perfect. Yeah. When, earlier when you oh, said that, that Saruman's name is Christopher Lee. Uh-huh. Do you guys find that like such an, I don't know, it's like, I would expect it to be something like Ian McKellen or, <laughs> It's not British enough for you? Yes! That's, <laughs> well, that's you Christopher <laughs> Isn't he? He's a. I think he's. Yeah, a he's, a, he's he's Sir Christopher Lee. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't sound like one of those, you know, like Lord Grantham kind of thing, you know. Like, yeah. Duke of Wellington. <laughs> All right. Who prefers the him talking to himself in the water versus him just looking side to side? All right, which which one do y'all like better? I like the side to side. I, got I like the water. It makes a reflection. Sense. I do like the water where they like have Sam sneak up behind him and he shows up in the reflection. That's pretty cool. But and uh, they are water folk, you know, they're river folk. So it is kind of a cool water theme. I thought he was a hobbit. He I mean, he, he's a predecessor. He's like a hobbit. Of the hobbits. Oh. Are you seeing what uh, Chase is posting in the comments? Oh, I'm missing it. What's that? I'm not going to read it all because it's kind of a lot, but read it and then we can, it's a good discussion point about modern literature, modern literature critics failing to appreciate Tolkien's work. So is Harold uh, Orlando's father? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say my first reaction to that, Chase, is anyone who uses, who describes the personage as so much cardboard, <laughs> completely loses my respect as a literary critic. If, if that's the best thing you could come up with to say why you don't like someone's writing and you say it's cardboard. <laughs> yeah, and I think Harold Bloom was just, you, I could just throw around buzzwords and what not all I want, but. <laughs> I think Bloom wanted Tolkien to be like a, um, uh, a Camus or, uh, you know, some kind of postmodern author. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, the popes had just gotten caught, had just finished calling out the heresy of postmodernism and modernism. So Tolkien's as much a 180 as you can do from instead of going forward, he's, he's saying, hey, let's look backward. At Arthurian themes, archetypes, and it may, I mean, what Bloom misses is, is a really good use of Jungian archetypes in his writing. But I think this is a reaction to modernism that we see. I would see. also not describe Tolkien's writing as quaint. I feel like that's. I would. I would say that, not again, I haven't read all of Tolkien and everything, but I will say this. I read the first four chapters in like a day, like because I just couldn't put it down. I like had to keep going, um, and then I've I've gone from there. So I I'm not. It, it takes. I, I said this a lot earlier. 
it, it's hard for me to get into a book, especially one that takes its time um, with, with too much imagery, too much superfluous imagery. But Tolkien's style, nothing seems superfluous. Everything seems, if he describes a rock, I 100% believe that that rock he just described at some point will do something minor <laughs> or major. Backstory. Yeah, it, the, the, the rock has a backstory. It's just whether he has it here or the appendices. Like, that's, you know, so I can appreciate that because, like, you, you juxtapose that with, say, as in a modern writer, it, it, he's less modern than, than Tolkien, but uh, Charles Dickens, who was paid by the word, and so therefore was overly verbose for no purpose. He was dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail was he. He was definitely dead, and he was dead as, guess it, <laughs> wait, hold on, a doornail. Like, Okay. <laughs> As it were. <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, like you, you take you take that, or you take uh, another one that's a little bit more contemporary to to Tolkien, who was oversimplistic. Say Hemingway. Now Hemingway, if he's talking to me like that, cool. That's fine. I don't want to read your stuff because I don't like it. There's it bores me. Like, you, hold on, wait, why is this this? You didn't, nope, doesn't matter. He walked down the road and he stepped over a stick and then he did okay. Why? Because, like, there was no, there was no reason for it being overly simplistic. Um, actually, Hemingway wouldn't mention the stick because it has nothing to do with the story, you know? Um, yeah. So... Tolkien, to me, does what Dickens is trying to do, except does it with a purpose, and therefore it's enthralling. So quaint, if you take away the negative connotations of quaint, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily dis- Yeah, I agree with the positive connotations of quaint, because uh, there are some, like, quaint is one that is now used more as an insult than anything else, but... You can also say, oh, it's a quaint cottage, and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Yeah. It's just saying that it's, you know, and I think in that way of referring to a cottage, yes, in referring to, oh, you're old-fashioned, and, you know, you know, oh, it's so cute that you're trying to try, like, no. I, I think... Okay. What are your thoughts? Hey, no touch. On considering it so, quaint writing? Yeah, the the quaint, pseudo-biblical, overly melodramatic, and its personages are so much cardboard. Uh, basically, the question is, how does Lord of the Rings challenge modern liter- literary criticism, or why do modern critics fail to appreciate the mythopoetic poetic worldview? Hate is I gonna mean, hate. What? Hate <laughs> is gonna hate. Hate <laughs> is gonna hate. Hate is gonna hate. But also, like, I mean, look at modern literature now, you know? A lot of it is very short, very choppy. There's very little description. Um, Tolkien wrote this to paint a picture for you because he want, he had this world so vivid in his mind that he wanted to illustrate that. Um, I think, yeah, sometimes it can be a little melodramatic, sure. But what isn't? But also, I mean, he was writing what he wanted to be an epic right? So he loved Beowulf. He loved all these old epic poems and tales. So he went with it. 
the whole point of modernism was deconstructing traditional values, right. ideas, themes, motifs, characters, archetypes. And Tolkien is constructing a new mythology for for Britain. It's too it's his writing's too beautiful to be appreciated by a postmodern critic because they don't they don't want to see beauty. They want to see the beauty of the grotesque. Yeah. And I I've never read anything as in-depthly thought out as the Lord of the Rings series and like all the universe with that, that wasn't based on a true story. Like yeah. the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've yet to, I'm yet to actually read something that was everything, everything fit in exactly how it was supposed to, as if it were actually happening because he put so much thought into this universe surrounding it. Like you said, Cody, everything, or might've been text that said it. Everything has a purpose regardless of what it is because he spent the time to figure out what he wanted that rock to do or to, to play the purpose of. And also anyone who says Tolkien's writing is quaint needs to pick up the children of Purin because oh. well, let me tell you. Oh yeah. Ain't nothing quaint about that story. <laughs> no, that makes Oedipus look like a, yeah. a, a happy-go-lucky story. <laughs> but I mean, and there are elements of Tolkien's writing that he that needed to be quaint, right? The ah. Shire. It's supposed to be this idyllic place that they want to protect at all costs. So, in this dude's defense, though, I don't know when he was writing, but what Harold Bloom, I don't know anything about him. He might have made this critique before some of those spinoffs were published. But that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. Who's Harold Bloom? Apparently, Harold Bloom was the most influential <laughs> literary critic of the 20th century. I, you know, and and that may be. Um, but who are we sitting here talking about? Harold Bloom right. or Tolkien? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a really good question, though, Chase. Thanks for thanks for posing that question for us. Yeah. yeah. I will also end this by saying, or at least my commentary by saying, if you use pseudo biblical as an insult then I, I, I don't care about your commentary. <laughs> the closer you can get to biblical, the better. <laughs> well, I actually appreciate Bloom recognizing the biblical themes that a lot of contemporary critics and even lovers of Tolkien try to dismiss out of hand. That's true. I think Scott might know who Bloom is. Huh? Do you know who Harold Bloom is? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been familiar with his critique of Tolkien, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know who he is. Yeah, all of us were just like, who that? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's, uh, we're currently at 3333. <laughs> yep. Appropriate. Aragorn is uh, talking with Texas' favorite character in Gandalf. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's so good. You want to get up? See, I'm trying to be a peacemaker here. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Is JP frozen? I think JP's. Oh, no, oh, he's sorry. Gone. At least I don't think, am I? I will go. He didn't like that, apparently. Back to the end result. (laughs) 
I never actually get to see what he's doing to my head. Now I can. Oh, you gave a kiss. Okay, someone is ahead of me. <laughs> Maybe that is Tex, Tex is ahead of me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> you don't need to be the fastest, just faster than the second slowest. Or than the slowest. <laughs> what are you doing? Faster than the second slowest will also help. That will work. <laughs> then if there are two bears, you're safe. Yeah, then you got two buffers, yeah. All right, welcome, Hunter. Hunter? Yeah, Hunter. Hunter Harden? No, Hunter Wyndham. Peter Wyndham that plays uh, – or David Wyndham that plays Faramir? <laughs> it's Hunter. Uh, he, he was in my class when I taught at Archbishop Hannon. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, – And Mary's addressing a smoking problem. <laughs> they got everything in these movies. Bloom's also uh, partly responsible for the um, the uh, documentary hypothesis for uh, the first five books of the Bible. You know that they were all like the uh, the Yahweh sores, the uh, the Deuteronomist sores, the priestly sores. Like they're the, the, the multiple source theory for the. Oh really? <laughs> he's he's partly responsible for that. Yeah. Hmm. So that's problem problematic for sure yeah yeah this, this my opinion of this guy is getting worse and worse as we talk about yeah. it. <laughs> i mean the german theologian late 1800s wellhausen came up with that theory but then the different what are the different sources developed over time but yeah i mean he liked romantic literature it wasn't completely a postmodern. <laughs> So this is dinner. Dinner time. Ding 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 ding. Dinner time. We made it to dinner time. I didn't make anything for dinner. We ordered pizza. Nice. It's a good move. What should we do for dinner? Don't put it that far in. My wife is busy doing uh house repairs. <laughs> yeah. Don't I feel so masculine? What? You could do it if you want to. I just got ambitious and started doing it. It's true. Here, hold this. I hold. What are you holding, Cody? What is that? It's some kind of crevice caulking tool. Oh, oh, wow. You are really doing. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. <laughs> 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 Here's Mary. <laughs> I mean, go for it, y'all. We keep getting wasps in the living room. Oh. So we're caulking this little crevice. In Watch the out for them murder hornets. I know, right? That's, that's why, why she's doing action. it. I didn't care. We are being proactive. Here. She's being proactive here. <laughs> why is this little boy wearing no clothes? Aragorn's medallion. Uh, hey! Anybody know Aragorn and Arwen's son? 
Man with this no. actor? Uh... I should, but I do not. <laughs> oh, wait. No, it's not Arathorn. It's probably like Arwinagorn. Yeah, oh, yeah. they have actually, that family where is... they just smushed their the two parents' names together and I'm just yeah. fairly certain his name is Dave. What is it though? It's Bill. It's Bill. <laughs> it's Theoden after their favorite character. Yes, oh my god. god. <laughs> okay, tell us, Jean Paul. We're sorry. It's Eldarian. What? That was on Eldarian. the Eldarian. Oh, that's what I meant I when I said Yeah, come on, Cody. <laughs> no, no, you, wait, did y'all think I said Bill? I said Nildarian. Yes. <laughs> it's that boy is Ildardian. Boy Ildardian, Bill Dardian. There's some story behind the little actor, though. Yeah, there is something. I don't know. Is that another Tolkien? Uh, not Tolkien. Peter uh, Jackson? Child. Yeah, it's some it's somebody's kid, I think. It is somebody's kid, yes. Pretty sure. I it's bet on it. It's a it's a good bet right there. Right there, that's someone's kid. I mean, unless he was formed from the force like Anakin. Oof. And raised kids. I mean And um, raised kids. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna say it's like Vigo's kid. I thought oh, Vigo's it might be. Oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. I thought Vigo's kid was older at this point, though. Maybe. Oh no, he's he's possible. the son of one of the war riders. Nice. <laughs> oh, the one that drags him off the cliff. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah, I thought there was something it's more. Actually, just Andy Serkis <laughs> again in some really, really good mocap. <laughs> 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 Come on, bud. Ah. That's his word for cat. And he's pointing at the tiger on Maria's LSU sticker on the background. His name is Sadwin Brophy. Wow. Oh, okay. Jed Brophy is the actor who played that dwarf, but he also was one of the dwarves in The Hobbit. Hey, he gets around. He does. Middle Earth. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> He said A and Seppi just goes B. <laughs> Maria's picking up the pizza, so I am on marathon and daddy duty. You said duty. Daddy duty. Not baby duty. <laughs> yeah, that's a bat right there. Yeah, can I take a moment to thank my wife for helping this happen? <laughs> Help taking care of the kids today so I could Might do as well. Hi. Hi. No, you can't. Hi, her. <laughs> we like her. That is not allowed. <laughs> we like her a lot. I'll, I'll thank my wife for allowing this to happen. <laughs> I will. I'm not going to be that guy and not. I want to thank my wife for allowing this to happen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> especially, especially since we're a week away from uh, from number four. Wow! Yeah. Yeah, wow. Nice. nice, awesome. So, uh, he's he's definitely, uh, definitely, definitely on the on the tired end of the spectrum there. But I told her Lord of the Rings marathon. She's like, whoa, whoa, 
Okay. <laughs> Exception. <laughs> hey, I did actually do a good amount of cooking throughout most of the first movie. I was setting up dinner and I made, you ready for this? I made a keto lemon loaf. So I used all sorts of random stuff to make it more keto. Uh, I used garbanzo bean flour, wow. which I had never used before. Is that a thing? And bacon. Uh, it's a thing. I was looking for almond flour. They didn't have any. And right next to where it should have been was garbanzo bean. I'm like, well, that'll work. Let's try that. So that, sure and then a bunch not, of not keto sugar substitutes. It bacon in it. It's, it's wow. got a bunch of sugar substitutes in it. So no, it's very extremely low carb. And, uh, but still good and sweet and everything. Then I made pulled pork for dinner. So mm, I love pulled pork. Tex, speaking of Tex and pulled pork, that reminds me of my, one of my favorite places in Texas, Rudy's. I knew you were going to say uh -huh. that. <laughs> Which I eat at, when I first ate at, at Texas Inn. At what? What our bread man also Why? brought to Why? us. Dude, we have gone like nice several hours many, many hours <laughs> without you mentioning texas a&m and then we're, we're on the last movie and you decide to blow it he didn't blow nothing that was intentional it was part of his you know part of his plan, plan. <laughs> oh is this a normal thing you always bring up texas a&m yeah always always that's, in, that's in his sleep. <laughs> Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those nightmares really get you, Scott. <laughs> there are a lot of nightmares being a Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of everything. That actually, that's actually really funny. So my best man, um, I don't know if any of y'all would know him, Steve Steve Rohr, if you know that name. I know of him. Um, he, uh, always talks about the year after uh, we graduated from Franciscan, he spent a couple months in California, then he spent a couple months in, uh, about a year in Steubenville uh, before he moved back to Maryland. Uh, I went straight back to Dallas. Uh, but he always talks about he, he and a bunch of guys lived in a house uh, that, they, that they called Bag End. And so um, uh, it is applicable. See, we're talking about Lord of the Rings, so it's applicable, mm -hmm. but it's every conversation, like, inevitably he'll go, you know, one time I, when we were at Bag End, I'm like, Steve, come on. <laughs> come on. So now, now it's just become a running joke there. Oh, they're talking to Barb. I believe 30 Barbara. seconds ago, Gandalf mm -hmm. just told him, sure, don't, don't speak. I know. I know what you're saying. I mean, it's Pippin. He's gonna do what he's gonna do. And he's actually Gandalf's actually uh, pretty proud of Pippin for his action in the book. Considers it not cowardly, Tex. It's a very. Hey, I never thing called Pippin do. cowardly. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I never said a word against Pippin. Hey, Mary <laughs> is closely connected to Theoden, and Pippin is closely connected to Mary. <laughs> Get out! Get out of here. <laughs> okay, but the way Mary that is belittled by Theoden. If that's closeness, I don't know. No, <laughs> Mary is belittled and insulted like, by Theoden. 
that's what's such a big crime against the book because Mary is like Theoden's son in the book. He like he, Theoden like adopts him pretty much. <laughs> Does anyone think that Gandalf's shoes look out of place? What are they? <laughs> really high laced shoes. That's why I'm here is for the the fashion. Yeah. Oh no, it's Saruman that had the high laced boot white boots. Like go-go boots. Like he's been on These look like, dang it, now they're not going to show them now that I finally commented on them. Man, everybody rewind. I got to see this. I know. (laughs) But there is a scene somewhere in Fellowship, I think in like the the very last battle that... Wait, what? Boromir's dying. My beautiful, wonderful wife. Where Aragorn has like the hiking boots on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Maria. Oh, you made that. It looks just like Pizza Hut. <laughs> I have come back. Wasn't he wearing like the Nikes, I think? Like, like <laughs> I come back to you now at the time. I think you're right. Eric's <laughs> 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 yet to have a non dramatic entrance. <laughs> and y'all get to see us eat pizza now. I know, I saw that. Uh, I was waiting a few minutes to uh, find my the good spot to come in. Evan! <laughs> I've been waiting an hour. <laughs> What's up? Oh, there's the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, early 2000s humor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there's the shoes. There's the shoes again. Oh, oh no, he's yeah, wearing that Chuck really Taylor's. That is weird. What? They're just really <laughs> high lace. <laughs> that is strange. Also, I know I get it. He's like Gandalf the White, but also as a practical matter, why are, why wear white shoes? Yeah, right? it's a muddy middle earth. Doing a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking. Like, maybe you'll get to see him. Is now. it after Labor Day or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's. Yeah, they just look kind of. have a problem with that. Genuinely. Now I'm gonna spend the rest of the movie looking at his feet, Mary. I know. <laughs> it's like it's like Shawshank Redemption. How often do you really pay attention to a man's shoes? <laughs> I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I should probably see it. I've seen like one scene. There is a lot more cussing than I remember having w- tried watching it with Ashton. That's like when we told Father Brent, hey, you should see Pitch Perfect. We'll watch it together. <laughs> yeah. And there's way look more. At, look at the distance that Death Door's going to run. Yeah. An hour or so. There's a lot of scandalous stuff in Pitch Perfect that had kind of gone like whoosh until we sat down and watched it with a priest. <laughs> But he, he said he endured it. So. <laughs> the Catholic nerds do not endorse the watching of Pitch Perfect. No. We also it's filmed on LSU campus. To... Oh, that must be why. <laughs> I watched it on LSU. I was at that stop. <laughs> that was it. For the... You resemble that's, that. That's what Lord of the Rings is why missing, is the musical portion. Like... Uh... <laughs> No. Oh, I'm gonna need you to look up Lord of the Rings the musical. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make that face of me, Mary. <laughs> like Twenty-five million dollars to make and only made like ten million dollars. Yeah. Was- what? It was oh, wow. a lot. I am so <laughs> happy right now. <laughs> I have a, a Lord of the Rings Pandora station, and there's the epilogue of the Lord of the Rings. I've never seen the musical. But the epilogue comes on that station, and I love it. And I was like, wow, I really don't remember this song in the soundtrack. (laughs) The epilogue of the third movie? What is this? And I look it up, and I find the musical, and my world was, my mind was just (laughs) (laughs) 
for the uh, hey hey uh, Matt just joined us. Welcome Matt and uh, Matt Matt Estrad. Matt Estrad. Like Matt, your brother, Matt. No, no. Crazy. Matt's oh, on the awesome again on Zoom. Uh, uh, dementia with Alzheimer's or no? <laughs> Cody will no, be joining. Alzheimer's rosary, dementia. Rosary. Alzheimer's rosary, yes. Uh, dealing with dementia, I think is the name of the ministry. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but anyways, it's really awesome. Uh, it's a Catholic approach to uh, those who have Alzheimer's and dementia, uh, with them and their family members, uh, trying to minister to them and help them to. Uh, better help their their families so check it out uh and 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 please comment matt what the actual name is of the ministry i'm so sorry i'm drawing a blank right now uh but yeah so uh thanks for joining us guys i want y'all to talk to me especially now that i'm the proud owner of a tree necklace that i did not want um, <laughs> that is she is now wearing that i'm now wearing um to go backwards like three hours in this podcast to find out why. No. <laughs> Actually, it's a separate podcast. Oh no, we had to start a new video. Yeah, we got canceled. Yeah. Oh. We got booted off for like a couple minutes. Yeah, we probably exceeded the maximum term allotted. Yeah, or yeah, that makes sense. It was like ten hours. Um, but talk to me about the tree, the the Gondor tree. I need I need this necklace to have significance now. Oh, Scott. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to start all the way back at Telperion and Laurel. Uh, I don't think you have yeah. anything to add about the Tree of Gondor. <laughs> I mean, we kind of covered it once before, but... Oh, did you? Oh, I get maybe. fuzzy in the middle area, but the Eden of um, of Middle-earth, Ezholar, or Ez, something like that, had two trees growing in it, just like the Garden of Eden with the Tree of Life, Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil. Um, Telperion and Laurelin. One was silver light, one was gold light, one was the sun, one was the moon. Um, Ungoliant and um, and Morgoth take it down, but they keep getting replanted through the generations. Like their seeds are saved and replanted. Um, they eventually, we eventually get to the tree Nimloth, right? And and yeah. Numenor. And um, and I get a little fuzzy, but uh, Isildur saves that be eventually becomes the tree of Gondor, and Isildur saves it. But basically, the return of the king part of the prophecy of the return of the king is that the white tree of Gondor will bloom again, just like in the Bible, that the retur return of uh, the of King David, um, the Messiah, uh, will be the uh, shoot which um, the branch which comes forth from the stump of Jesse. <laughs> yeah so the tree dies we, we all help me fill in some of the parts i skipped over <laughs> can y'all hear that hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? our, our what? kids are murdering each other again <laughs> oh you haven't heard ours <laughs> there was a blood curdling <laughs> <laughs> we did not i did not pick that up <laughs> well now now y'all know <laughs> and knowing's half the battle <laughs> the yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's do a gi joe marathon next <laughs> oh yeah i wish i could get them right after pay for them god you'd think they'd be on youtube by now right <laughs> so wait so what so the tree that's in gondor mm-hmm is it um 
elephants. Is it um also um is it one of the gold trees or one of the silver trees? I'm guessing it's the silver. So it was a gift to the line of kings uh, from the powers, the Valar, um, who basically it was like a blessing on the Numenorians, that line of kings. Um, and they planted it in their island of Numenor. Um, and then when they betrayed Iluvatar and started following Sauron, who was in disguise among them, um, the Valar decided to sink the island. But Isildur, before they left, took a, a fruit from the tree and fled with the rest of the faithful and landed to Middle-earth. He planted the, the seed in Gondor or, no, he planted it in Arnor and then eventually they grew another in Gondor. Um, the prophecy, like uh, Scott was saying, is that after the, the line of kings fell, the tree that they planted in Gondor would bloom again when the rightful king returned. And after this movie, um, Gandalf finds a sapling of the tree of Gondor like up on the slopes above Minas Mord, uh, Minas Tirith. Uh, yeah, and you know that's part part of the fulfillment of the prophecy too. Also, uh, in the Eldar's great journey to the Undying Lands, um, the way bread that they made—that's where we get the recipe for the limbus—and they wrapped the limbus originally in the leaves of Telperion, and you see even. Um, the Limbus from Lothlorien um, still wrapped in the silver leaves because you know the the manna you know obviously the the manna typology from the exodus and the great journey of the Israelites um, uh, manna being the type for the Eucharist Which I've been reading um, Dr. Brandt's book, The Jewish Roots of the Eucharist. Um, and I had never, I, it's, it's one of those things, so much theology, like when you read it, it's like, oh yeah, that makes total sense, probably should have been obvious, you know. But the fact that in, in Exodus, that, that they had the lamb that was sacrificed and that they ate, and the Eucharist is that, it's the sacrifice that, that both redeems us and that we consume. But then that they had the manna to sustain them for their sojourning. On their the journey that, to the promised land. <laughs> right. And that the Eucharist is, is the manna. You know, that's the lamb of the sacrifice of the once for all sacrifice. And it's also the bread that sustains us throughout our, our pilgrimage through life. You and know. there's no way Tolkien would know any of that. What's that? <laughs> yeah. So why is Minus Morgul uh, sky portaling? Uh, like it's a cool image, but 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 why? Fun interpretation by Peter Jackson of the signal for their war on Gondor to begin. Yeah, yeah, it's like ah. they're beacon. Uh, okay. Minas Morgor are lit. The beacons are lit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess Peter Jackson was like, "Oh, in Elvish, Minas Morgul means tower of sorcery. Let's make some magic." And let's make, let's make some magic. <laughs> oh, JP, now that you're back. Yeah. 
um, the the wraiths riding these uh, what do they call them? Fell beast. Yeah. What's the difference in a fell beast and a dragon? So these are kind. Of, this is kind of an interesting interpretation of the way they're described in the books. Um, <laughs> it's pretty accurate, all things considered. But in the books, it kind of, Tolkien makes it seem like they're kind of this weird hybrid mutant hodgepodge of different creatures, right? Like wings of a bat, beak of a bird, um, body of a snake, you know? Uh, so it's kind of like this weird science experiment, I guess, that Sauron came up, came up with in his dark magic. Gotcha. So in a sense, they are kind of like dragons because dragons were much the same, but made by Morgoth and obviously way bigger. Mm -hmm. um, Sounds like an evil griffin. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost, it's like a wyvern versus a dragon. Yeah, if yeah I was so. going to say, the, it looks more like a, a classical wyvern because I know classically, not necessarily within the Tolkien verse but classically a dragon has four legs and wings a drake has four legs no wings and a wyvern has two legs two wings instead of the arms oh, right cool. so those are closer to what a wyvern or wyvern uh however you say it uh would be classically rather than say a dragon cool. but still somewhat related Hmm. Taking notes, Eric? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you can... I don't, I don't know if you guys can find a wyvern. Find yet, a wyvern but... in our next game. Uh, what <laughs> level are y'all, your characters? Two. <laughs> the lowest possible level. I know. I've been reading... I've been reading some articles on, like, what what is a good challenge for, for parties of, of certain levels? And de depending on the creature, you guys could could possibly go up against the level or challenge rating seven, which is the equivalent of a seventh level creature. Yeah. So you could, but it would be a very, very tough fight. Do not uh, recommend. <laughs> do not recommend. No. <laughs> Try to put him to sleep again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, but that at that point it would probably have hit points way exceeding that sleep spell, which I I might consider. <laughs> and, and to you subvert that sleep, sleep spell, I either have to a increase the amount of enemies or b increase the level of the enemies oh, that have or the hit dice of the enemies. Have them be like thirty feet apart from each other, or that too, <laughs> or a thirty foot wingspan. There was. I, I think that that spell has like a a twenty foot radius. Or a thirty foot radius? What was it? Because you can, you can, you can have the point of origin be like sixty feet, and then it has a radius. It's ninety and twenty. Ninety and twenty. Okay. Yeah. So twenty twenty foot radius is not. Row 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 your boat down <laughs> the street. Man, this whole this whole fight for Osgiliath is so brutal. I know. Does this remind you of Washington crossing the Delaware? They <laughs> <laughs> yes. the American Revolution, Scott. <laughs> this this was Tolkien's subliminal thoughts on the American, the American Revolution. Revolution. <laughs> yeah. Call him Gollum, my dear. 
stupid <laughs> Patriots. Well, I was thinking, and this may be something obvious, but when the, the Ents are taking so long to join the fight, yeah. Um, I don't know, was that some sort of reference to, a, to the United States being very slow to um, get involved in? Man, I hope not. <laughs> I bet it was, though. Yeah. You know, we, and then we got into the war with the Lend-Lease Act, where we would lend them tanks and lease them tanks. Don't mess this up. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't ding the paint. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> don't do anything too risky with this here tank. <laughs> yeah. Like take it into battle. F FDR gave the garden hose speech. He said, if your neighbor's house is on fire, you're not going to stop to think if you're going to loan them your garden hose to spray water on the house, you know? So is, did, did the Lord of the Rings come out? When did it come out? When did the books come out? The 50s? Okay, so it was after World War II as well, yeah. right? He, a lot of people thought that Tolkien was writing it as an allegory for World War II. And then like in a letter, he said like, no, these were not meant to be an allegory. So then everyone after that says, oh, now you can't use it as an allegory for anything. Yeah. Like anything. scripture, <laughs> which it clearly is allegorical for scripture. Well, I mean, so here's the thing, because at, when Tolkien was writing this, Lewis was writing the Chronicles of Narnia, and they had their whole little writing group where they got together in a pub and read each other's stuff and just bickered back and forth about nice. it. Nice. And my wife uh, got Tolkien, this. I, I don't know how long ago. Where'd you get it? Oh, dang. Look at that. I got, I got oh, my wife. She, get, she got it on wish.com, apparently. Hey. I, my wife <laughs> for so our, our university advertising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably made of like, like cheapo glass. <laughs> but it looks decent. And I mean, it, it's supposed to break and shatter yeah. into a thousand pieces, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and break quality or something? Thank you. Look at that. See, I, I really just want to go and order a bunch of things off a of Wish, just so I can see like how bad of quality it is. Oh, it's it's so bad. It's terrible. <laughs> my my mom was on a binge of like buying stuff on Wish because she was like, oh, it's so cheap, and then she bought she bought tons of stuff, and it was all garbage, just <laughs> horrible. Like she, there was this really this really awesome hoodie that that looked like a set of armor. Like like plate mail armor, and it looked awesome in the picture. And then when he got it, it was just like, why? Why would you make this? <laughs> you can even pass this off as the picture that was shown. Not the it was, same. It was not the same. It was it was so bad. Look how heroic Pippin is. That text. Yeah, I know Pippin is amazing. <laughs> if only Theoden had half the courage Pippin had. I can read it. If they only had really like, high on his stealth for this. Yeah, seriously. But then, like, nothing on his acrobatics because absolutely nothing. Like, like, oh, better get down from here. It's like Cumberland Pass. Yeah, that thing was like. I, I also want to know that, that coming up here, you, you're going to see all all the beacons light up. It's like, who's that guy that's up there? They actually show, don't they? Like, show one of the little shacks. Yeah. 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 And there's like, like people resupplying them with food and stuff. Yeah, you get to hang yeah. out on the mountaintop and do nothing all day. And barely survive. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> I mean. And picture that you don't see the beacon light up, you know? And then you're yeah. like, 
They're like, you had one job. That's, what <laughs> That's why uh, Who let Jerry on duty? Ah. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, so yeah, we were talking about the uh, the Lord of the Rings being uh, allegorical to, mm-hmm. to, to scripture. Father Kyle Sanders chimed in and said referential to scripture, not necessarily allegorical. So right. just yeah. something to add to the conversation. I think uh, when a lot of people came to Tolkien and were like, did you mean this to equal this? He was like, no. I, if anything, it kind of just seeped in there from my own beliefs, but it was never intentional. Whereas Lewis purposefully went, Aslan is Jesus or whatever, you know. <laughs> John Paul, you were saying something before about um, the writing circle that C.S. Lewis and Jared, yeah. Tolkien had. Yeah, they, uh, that was something that they constantly bickered about because Tolkien would just rail into Lewis about how allegory is such a wasteful use for a fairy story. Like, if you want to, if you have your own beliefs seep in, you know, like I was saying, that's going to happen one way or another. But if you, allegory, he was not a fan of. And obviously, Lewis didn't care. <laughs> he, he did pretty well for himself. <laughs> he did. He did. But yeah, they never saw eye to eye. Well, Lewis also never became Catholic, so I'm sure that was... That's true. Yeah, Tolkien tried really hard to, to get him to convert, and it didn't pan out. Tolkien I mean... I do answer this. Text? Come on. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty Catholic. Like, you know, there's people who are Catholic and don't know it. Yeah. Yeah, like 10th Avenue North. <laughs> we always say that the band 10th Avenue North is Catholic and they don't know it. Although we haven't listened to I haven't any listened of their, to new their recent stuff. stuff. But if you listen yeah. to some of their old stuff, like it's so Catholic. I'm trying to think of something. They had a line that said, flesh and blood, you offer us to eat the bread and drink the cup in one of their songs. Yeah. Stuff like that. Bunch of different things like that. It's because they hung out with Matt Marr so much. <laughs> but like they legit did like, yeah. they would tour together and stuff hey Sean's PA has also joined us welcome Sean what up Sean we are for those of you that are joining us uh, should probably tell you where we are in the movies oh uh, yeah one hour eight minutes or one hour nine minutes Yes, one hour and nine minutes of the Return of the King. So that's the if third. If you're on something that doesn't show the time, like I am, uh, <laughs> Theoden is being a jerk to Mary. <laughs> <laughs> one of the many times you could not have timed this any better, Cody. <laughs> there we go. It's actually it's true. Pairing. Oh. Hey guys, battle. We got uh, somebody else's uh, to join us. <laughs> so uh please yeah, welcome to complain uh, about Zach copyright Mabry. <laughs> Zach Mabry. What? Oh, where's Zach? Where is he? He's coming oh, he in. Might be here. Awesome. Will you Look at Mary hey. hey Zach. Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Welcome What's We need two more people to make the Brady Bunch. Yeah, we need the cook. <laughs> or Alice I, I think everybody's screen is different though because I, I, I jp is in the middle for me 
Yeah, JP's in the middle for me too. These are <laughs> and not for Facebook. <laughs> All right, so Zach, uh, we are at an hour and ten minutes into the uh, the, the the return of the king. So if you, you wanted to uh, jump in and join. <laughs> All right, let me get my screen's right here. So let me. I'll just get keyed up. Yeah. <laughs> Rohan is riding off to save Gondor. There. Yeah, now we're back on his Gilead. A less, a less biased version of the scene we're at. Good job. <laughs> Way to go, Tex. I can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Oh, okay, you guys probably already Bite his head off. What is this place where they're fighting right now? Osgiliath. Osgiliath. And it's like an abandoned... It is the <laughs> former capital of yeah. Gondor. It at one point was like really? the place. Yeah, Osgiliath is basically the Poland of Middle-earth. Yeah. It's always mm. getting conquered and reconquered <laughs> and destroyed. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> it's a very Catholic true, place. Rude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's mostly rubble by this point, obviously, because of getting conquered and reconquered so essentially they were defending it because the it it facilitated the passage over the river yeah Uh, it was minuscule and ministerial kind of like venice like a city on the on the water so so it's like strategic for an attack like vicksburg (laughs) in the civil war zach can we ask you uh there's been uh, a war kind of raging <laughs> during oh, this <laughs> marathon <laughs> between uh, Faramir and Theoden. There's Man, Team Faramir and Team Theoden. Um, <laughs> <Teams now. laughs> do you, uh, do you think you one is more annoying than the other? <laughs> hmm. That's a good question. Uh, and we're talking about the movie versions of these characters, not the, not the, not the uh, novel versions. the books. Not Look, I'm looking. Questions. I'm looking at you, Zach. Right down there. This dude <laughs> is the worst protagonist. Hold on, I'm trying to get uh, caught up to where y'all were. Oh, can you still see me? The Nazgul. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we can still see you. Okay, hold on. Hey, what, what you drinking there, Zach? Uh, it's just a Coors Light. Mm. Yeah, super fascinating, right? Sorry, I'm just doing the red black okay. the, the mug made it look a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of the freezy mugs. Like, you keep these in the uh, freezer. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Okay, how far yeah. in are we? We are... One thirteen hour, 13 minutes, and nine seconds. Father Kyle Sanders decided to weigh in, and uh, he is uh, Team Theoden. Wait, is he Team Theoden, or is he saying Theoden? Theoden Apparently, you say Theoden, 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 Theoden is the worst because I think that was the question. We need clarification, Father. <laughs> <laughs> this does not mean you have the magisterium on your side, text. It does. That's exactly what it means. The church has stated it's not quite dogma now. <laughs> that is ex cathedra right there. <laughs> Zach, Father, Father Sanders, a bishop, or. <laughs> <laughs> I just, gave him, a, just gave him a promotion. Hey, hey, hey now. All right, all right, all right, chill. Let's find the chill. So is, is the abandoned city maybe kind of like, I'm, I'm reaching here. 
But is Poland. That, <laughs> is that city maybe kind of like Jerusalem, whereas this city is kind of like Rome, like the new sort of center of the faith, or is that totally? No, that's actually pretty accurate because, I mean, they abandoned it. They couldn't maintain that post, so they had oh, to retreat like to the, the Holy fortress. Land. I like it. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good okay. comparison. So. He is cool. in a chair. So I think I, I this is a safe space. I'm going to admit, I actually know almost nothing about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's cool. It's okay. I'm with you, You're Zach. still welcome yeah, here. <laughs> we, I, my friends and I did have a, like a movie marathon in college, but I, it was after finals and I fell asleep. <laughs> I've, I've seen all of totally them. Like, I've seen all of them probably twice, but like, I just, I don't 100% get it. Um, <laughs> That's what Sean Connery said when offered the role of Gandalf. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, oh so, so Father Kyle did say he is worse. Theoden is worse. Oh. Uh, and he also said that he's sitting in a chair. So <laughs> I don't know if it's the chair of Peter, but he is sitting in a chair. Okay, now right here, I have we trouble have eating cherry tomatoes okay. because of Denethor's approach to yeah oh yeah he just th this the tomato just gushes down his <laughs> uh, oddly considering the oh, amount of violence in this movie it's one of the more disturbing parts yeah there was actually a meme about that there was uh it was the it was orcs cannibalizing each other for fresh meat that uh Denethor oh. with that one tomato. <laughs> Inappropriate, Denethor. Inappropriate. <laughs> but the song. Zach, I love how when you you move your head a little bit this way or that way, <laughs> we could we could see the. So I'm I'm at my I've been staying with my parents throughout COVID nineteen, and I'm in their guest room, and so yes. In their guest room. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. That's amazing. I know. I tried it. I like. I was gonna take it down, and then I didn't. And so, I'm like, I just try to keep my head like just in front of it. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So, so we, like, we've been tying Lord of the Rings to like every other franchise: Harry Potter, Ghostbusters, whatever. Yeah, how can we tie this to Little Rascals? Well, they are President such Trump. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Trump. If you is think it. about it. Wait, okay. Mary what's happening where you guys are? are? Here, here's that. Vormir's creeping up behind Fairy. Oh, that's where he's saying that's where we are. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm trying to. Y'all tell him what's the, the time, time stamp. This it is. One seventeen. Wow, the camera on the camera subtracts. Uh, One seventeen ten. From seventeen fifteen. Okay, so I'm I'm in the right. I'm. What movie are we supposed to be on? <laughs> okay. The third one. Return of the King. The third one. Return of the King. That's what I'm on. I, I'm certain. Oh, are you, you in the extended, extended edition? edition? Oh, that's. Oh, oh yeah. I thought so. I thought so. That's what it said on iTunes. Oh wait. Uh oh. Hope you don't have to like buy something. <laughs> I rented it for this. <laughs> Do you have Amazon Prime? Apparently, it's on there. But they oh, really? won't let you rent it on Prime. They won't let you what on Prime? Oh, you so have you're to not buy it on Prime. Oh, we thought you were saying it was free. On Prime. On Prime. I thought you were saying it was free on Prime. Oh, yeah, oh no! I, so I paid like three dollars to rent it. 
Oh, pretty good deal. Zach, you were saying something about them being little rascals before, weren't you? Yeah, they, I mean, they could be, couldn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could you make parallels to individual characters from Little well, Rascals? Like, how far could we take this? Was Frodo Alfalfa or what? Guys, the Lord of the Frodo's Rings Alfalfa. Alfalfa. for the Little Rascals. This is Return of the Kings. It's Return of the King, right? <laughs> <laughs> One true king. I'm more, it, I want it. I think this is ex- how long is the extended edition? Like four and a half hours. Four hours and twenty six minutes. <laughs> I am on the wrong one. <laughs> oh, wow. on, this is seven. the Lego version. <laughs> the Lego version. <laughs> but you can Perfect. Still, kind of keep up, you know. Yeah. We'll just you, you just pause yours every five minutes, and then it'll. <laughs> no, we'd have to pause ours every five minutes. No, no. Oh, ours has more material. No, he'd have to pause his, right? Oh yeah, you're way ahead. It's so. Oh yeah, he's got the sword now. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Well, that looks not far off. No, the scene with Boromir is not in the normal version. Wow, mm. you have a lot nicer monitor than I do, um, Zach. <laughs> they were a hundred dollars at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> So the cities are right near nicer. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, they're like across a plane. Yeah, it's like Minas Tirith, and then like a plane. What's the plane called, JP? Do you remember? Uh, the P- P- Pelennor Fields. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. the yeah. then the river was Osgiliath, and then like Minas Morgul, because they were like sister cities. It's kind of like uh, was it Actium or something? The port city of Rome, you know, was couple miles away from it um jp i really appreciate the headband <laughs> i quarantine hair y'all like yeah, no yeah. I, I had one on until i had to get ready for this because i'm very overdue like whoa man, there's, nice. it, there's a lot keeping this back yeah yeah, yeah that's why that's why girls just go up so i was just <laughs> I like just, you know what embrace it <laughs> I almost yeah, did just leave it on and came on with the whole thing, but uh, yeah, no, you gotta just spray it. Yeah, I don't have a way. Hold on. I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want my hair person risking their life. <laughs> Plus, I'm in Arkansas and I live in Dallas, so. I, I I just did this business here. I just you know, it was too much. I don't have the head shape for it. I couldn't possibly. I would look. I couldn't do what you're doing. Nice. My wife uh, cut my hair. I like standing out too. How did it? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? Cody <laughs> won't let me cut his hair anymore after the great incident of 2012, where I I cut like a stripe with a like. She, I tra- cut a she used an ear portion. guard upside down right here. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. We just that had a whole thing, and he had a huge and I had a beard, huge beard, but it so looked kind of crazy. With definitely the looked head. like a monk, and uh, <laughs> look, I was going for. So he had to shave. Like, so what Tex is going for right now, or right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. huge beard, looked, pretty shaved head. Except, except it was it was, it was bald, completely gone. <laughs> oh, I had it bald. I just was. Uh, I, I'm way too lazy to keep it actually bald, bald when I'm literally going nowhere and not doing anything. Right. So, um, the whole reason I shaved it was because I was too lazy to keep fixing it every day. 
And then I was like, I'm not shaving every other day. Just no. <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying my beard because for work, I have to shave every day. Same. So it's just letting it just go out, man. is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't touched a razor to my face since since quarantine started. Yeah. Like Sam. <laughs> no shave March quarantine. April. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? No shave November? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I made yeah. it about two weeks in before I was like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> There's like parts that are starting to get annoying, like right on the corner of your mouth. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So are you guys all like able to stay home? Yeah, I was pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to sign. Won't let me in the office. <laughs> what was that Zach? I was just. Are, are you guys all able to stay home, basically? Mm-hmm. For the most part. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And we just had a new baby, so we're like, you know, thank oh, you, America. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, America, for taking maternity and paternity leave with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've enjoyed. Yeah. Mary Solidarity and... with with the with the reeds. Right. <laughs> Heck, Mary, um, to avoid going to the hospital, they had a home birth. Very last minute home birth. That was not Wait, you went what? We did a home birth. It was oh, a very really? last, because basically there was just so much uncertainty with the hospital situation. So we, we switched to to home birth with midwives. It was interesting. It was good. Wow. We liked it. Nice. I, I had a friend that they found out like day of that their doula couldn't go into the hospital because they were in New York and they were like capped on how many people. Yeah. Oh, and I don't think they were too excited to find that out. Yeah. 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 Especially like, I mean, for, I mean, doulas are amazing first off, but then also you're probably not going to get your money back that you paid for the doula too, you know? That's like true. Like, yeah. And this was her first, so. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. especially. I imagine it was just kind of scary. Yeah, absolutely. Because we we had a friend who who also who doulas professionally come be with us for our first, and yeah. there was a point when we were like about to like make a, a big decision, and she gave us this guidance that turned us like a different direction. And to this day, I wonder like what would have happened if she hadn't been there. You know, like yeah, it, they they can really make a huge difference. So question, so the the debate that was ongoing between Theoden and Faramir. Oh my gosh. Right? Faramir is the son of this guy? Yeah. Faramir is the son of Denethor. Denethor, yeah. He's Boromir's brother, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. As their names would But suggest. he's just such a tragic <laughs> character. I, I know, a, I like him. I thought he was character. good. He's tragic. My, my, I am biased with Faramir because I can't disassociate it from the book. And he is an amazing character in the book. So like the gap, what I was saying before, the gap between book Faramir and movie Faramir is just so huge that I can't get that out of my head. Hmm. So sad. So he's, he's not his good in the book? His dad is such a tool. No, he's, he's really amazing. good in the book. Okay. He's fantastic. Like, he's like one of my favorite characters. He must never, be like a saint archetype. Essentially. He never got tempted by the ring. He helped Frodo on his journey. So yeah. it was just like, they... They tried to make him more complex. A little too complex. Yeah. They overcorrected, honestly. But I never had a bad impression of him from the movies. I always liked him. I mean, he yeah. ends up making the right decision. Yeah. He ends you know? up in so, time. Yeah. But it's that whole and journey no of like. Falls 
being oh, also falling prey to the same temptation as Boromir. That was kind of like, but he was supposed to be the perfect contrast, if that makes sense. Yeah, but you gotta pad that runtime. Probably yeah. gotta pad the runtime. Fantastic character in the book. My my big qualms with Faramir are primarily in the Two Towers, not in the Return of the King. I like Faramir in the Return of the King. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. For See, the and I would take that, and I I can accept that. I don't like Theoden in either one, and therefore two is bigger than one. We we all have to we all have to be wrong at some point. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that day will come, but today is not that day. <laughs> but not this day. Not this day. Guys, it's fatal flaw number one. <laughs> We've talked all this way, and I haven't even talked about my fatal flaw number one. Oh, no. oh yeah, we can talk about this. The the biggest flaw for me between the, the what the how what the drama between Sam and Frodo destroying or tarnishing the beautiful relationship between Frodo and Sam. Like they they spend so much time developing that friendship and like a brotherly love that we just don't see anymore. And then they nothing nothing not even Shmi, not even Gollum could get between that. And here they are in the movie just showing it. And they break up. You know what? I will say this. I I I would I didn't read the book, so if it's manufactured, it's manufactured. The one thing that I actually have a problem with is that I would think that Samwise is so dedicated that he, if this had come about, he'd say, "Okay, fine, I'm going," but then follow at a distance and not actually go all the way back down, but go a certain way until he's far enough back to keep his eye on Frodo. Yeah, the, well, for one, you have no idea how to get home. Docker. Yeah, well, there's that too. There's, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, but that's the thing that I have a, I, I would, if I was going to have a problem with this, that's what I have a problem with is like, okay, you know, you know, Frodo's corrupted. You know, Gollum's playing him like a heart. So you follow at a distance so that you can keep Frodo safe. You don't actually try to go back. Yeah, and especially because what turns him around at the bottom? He sees the the right. he sees the lemon spread that Gollum threw down. Well, he knew Gollum did that already. Like he knew <laughs> Gollum was tricking them. So why does that see, seeing that change his mind? Yeah, because he knew he didn't need it unless he unless he thought that he sleep ate it. I, I'm yeah. just gonna say, <laughs> like your arguments all make a lot of sense, but unfortunately, it's not in the script. <laughs> Yeah, don't remind us. <laughs> uh, Zach, are you uh, uh, get getting the movie queued up, or do you need? need hey, no Kelly, one? I'm just she joined us. What's what up, girl? Kelly, come here, come Kelly. Kelly. Kelly's cool. Sad people. Why are they sad? They are all they so sad. Fit. That Faramir and the rest of them are riding out to their deaths. They gonna die. They all have their hair parted down the middle. Not sure. Who's on that in solidarity? Gondorian fashion. It's the helmets. I'm gonna see if I can do it. It was kind of obvious. That <laughs> you know why they're so sad? They just got a pep talk from Theoden. Hey, it's Peter Jackson's hey. game. Just there. Oh, yeah, I was gonna point that out. <laughs> awesome. It's the best pep talk. They're every race ever. 
So my favorite part in all the movies, which we should go around and talk about, but my favorite part is the far green country scene. Mm, yeah. One of the best part. speeches, absolutely. The gray rain curtain of this world disappears and... It's coming up, you know, when uh, the troll's trying to knock down the door to get to Gandalf and uh, Pippin. What's uh, what y'all's, uh, what's y'all's favorite? I gotta think about that one. I mean, you bow to no one is a pretty cool scene too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great mm. one. Also for Frodo. For Frodo. Yeah. That's a great moment. <laughs> My favorite scene. For a second breakfast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, my favorite is Boromir's redemption scene. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's, that's my favorite one. scene. And on that note, I unfortunately have to get off and go because I got to help get the kiddos in bed. I'll never my wife let can go. do a lot but she can't carry them and drag them across the house. So <laughs> I can't carry you. My son is using it was good. boards as a necklace. If for whatever reason I can get them down quick enough, I'll be back. But otherwise y'all have a great rest of the marathon and chloroform. Uh, I'm going to keep it on anyway. <laughs> nice. Text. Thanks Tex. Thanks for I'll joining. Put, Hi, I'll put the side to say it was good meeting you Tex. <laughs> uh, good meeting you too. Y'all take care. Good to meet you. Bye. Bye. Zach, it's ironic that he's Tex because you're actually in Texas, right? Well, I'm from Texas. I'm currently in Arkansas for the quarantine. Oh, your parents are living in Arkansas? Yeah. So, so they, I'm up with them. So Zach, they immigrated from Oklahoma? Yep. We, we they said did you, in 2015. We said you were going to be joining year. us today, and uh, a friend of mine said he went to high school with you. Uh, was Chad it? McCulloch. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I haven't like heard from him forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's that scene. We work together. So, uh, we're, we're both. Oh, it's the, that's Jerry. It's the Jerry Tomato. <laughs> I missed oh. part of that. You said what you work together. He already has yeah. some dripping down his chin and it's all. <laughs> it's all about the Jerry Tomato. Oh, uh, no. We're both field agents for the Knights of Columbus. Oh, very cool. Yeah. We've been to Bermuda together. Yeah, we, we traveled to Bermuda. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bermuda, Bahama. <laughs> I heard you guys singing that song and saw Pippin <laughs> singing on the TV, and I was like, "Wait!" <laughs> 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 with the context of the war going on, Mike. <laughs> like, uh, I don't remember that musical number. In this. <laughs> Original script. <laughs> <laughs> Deleted scenes. Oh, <laughs> Who's dying? <laughs> yeah. Also, that moment where Denethor is eating, like I guess the ch the roast chicken, and he like breaks off the leg, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh god, why is he doing that? Stop eating! <laughs> so in the book, that song is like a, a traveling song. Yeah. Low road. Yeah. So it's a way more upbeat. Mm-hmm. I still I love really the, like the interpretation in, in this, though. Like, yeah. Oh, no, this is a great interpretation of it. Such a good... I, lo um, I love listening to the audiobooks to Lord of the Rings because it has all the songs in it that Tolkien writes, so you just get to hear the audio, the narrator singing the songs 
Yeah. <laughs> and they actually they do do it justice. Like they get people who actually have good singing voices. It's impressive. Father Sanders agrees with the songs are a big part of the ethos. Yeah, Fran Walsh did a lot of um, the arrangements, I think. She did the arrangements. She did an awesome job. She also did a great job screaming as the fell beast of the Nazgul. (laughs) (laughs) That's just such an interesting compliment. Like, it kind of sounds like something out of the Song of Songs or something like that. You do a great job screaming at the beast of nose like the Tower of Jerusalem. Yeah. Wow, so, they are really high up. That's yeah. Scary. Are those horses all running into a mountain? That doesn't make I sense. I hope not. Yeah, there was Riding like a path that kind of went like up like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have a camp at the bottom, but. Mm. It's like one good boulder could take it all out. Yes. Man, moving moving all those forces through that small path must have been like insane. Yeah. Bad idea. <laughs> hey, who would have taken a while? So, so book people, can you guess what my honorable mention for Fatal Flaw would be? Based oh, on the uh, on? the ghost army? Not having the Dunadine Rangers show up. Oh, no, not yeah. that. Scott, Scott, you're pretty close. How overpowered the use of the ghost army yeah. is. Yeah. Like the, whole, the fact that the ghost army just swoops in and wins yeah. them the battle. Okay. It's like. But, but Joseph, how do you attack a ghost army? No, no, no. They were definitely that powerful, but they didn't use them in the Battle of Gondor. No. All they did was use them to free up the ships that then Aragorn and them take to the battle. So, you know, they still had to fight. <laughs> it was not a guarantee that they'd win as soon as they get there. But with the ghosts, it's just like, well, why not just storm Mordor at that point? Like, so many children. That, that is a, a pretty okay. close honorable mention. I think that's a, it's a good, well, kind of illustration of Aragorn's honor. Because I think in that moment when he does release them, he realizes, like, he could just wipe out Mordor in this moment. Yeah. And then he's like, nope, keeping my word. You're but what I'm own. like, if, in, you know. why not, if you know you have that army, why not instead of going to Gondor, just go straight to Mordor? Seriously. <laughs> like, you could have ended it all just there. But I guess you had some people under siege at that time. Under the siege. <laughs> under the siege. <laughs> Under the siege. <laughs> yeah, you can tell Dominic is a little down a horse. <laughs> different than. Yeah, that's that's how I act when I get a sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am a warrior. Yes. I get. I I worked at this lumber yard, um, some years ago. Back when I was like going through high school, lumberjack and he's okay. And we we'd have these like ten foot and five foot PVC pipe and dowels and stuff like that. Anytime I had to pull those items to ship out, I would 
you know, they're <laughs> Work on my bow staff skills. <laughs> work on my bow staff skills. Numbchuck uh, skills. Numbchuck skills. <laughs> Rolling a monk for D and D. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And one one day, my boss calls me, <laughs> and he's and he goes like, "I need to show you this." And he, he pulls oh, up no. a video. He pulls up the security <laughs> camera video of me to get it around. You're the Star Wars kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 we had a good laugh, but he was like, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so how skilled are you at both staff? I'm so skilled in comparison to myself. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, this, this is my son. Hello. He's just <laughs> call him Seppi. Hi, Seppi. Seppi, hello. <laughs> is he is he meme worthy? Oh, I thought he was doing like this for sort of a second there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't got haven't Thank gotten that. that nerdy yet. He's just doing the heil. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna keep doing. <laughs> We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I hope oh, not. Nice. If you're happy and you know it, raise your hand. I did it. <laughs> I can follow instructions. Like this feels like a no shirt, no shoes, no service. No problem. <laughs> they named you after a hot dog. <laughs> Okay. So, were Renaissance festivals as popular before these movies as they are now? <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and these so what are do we say of... about, about Aragorn getting his sword here compared to in the book when he gets it in Rivendell? It's so many plot pieces like just fall through because of that. Yeah, like, ripple put... effect. That's the, his sword is one of the proofs of him being the, the the new king. Right. Like draws the sword. It's like, and, and it goes back to the um, look. He went the, on that, the journey right that this this character did compared to Aragorn like in the books, where and here he has all the doubts and stuff. Um, and this is the pivotal point where he's like, okay, I need to accept this. Yeah. Whereas in the book, he he already was like, yeah, I'm the king. That bridge a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's my number three fatal flaw. We mm. haven't given an update in a while. Oh, we are oh, at yeah. one hour and 40 minutes and 37 seconds of The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Part one. Part 43, one. 44, 45. Part one of three discs? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, just two. Or you disc people. <laughs> Oh. oh, I can turn it on. Um, okay, as soon as I... Speakers around here how far are we into, like, our overall marathon? Like, how long have we been doing this? Oh. We're, like, five, six. We started work. at nine, so... Yeah. Seven, ten. So, ten hours and ten minutes. Ten hours, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> We're pretty close well, to the end like of this half, hours. so, yeah, almost <laughs> five, six in. We're doing good. This is awesome. Here we go. Oh yeah. Scott, trivia question. Yeah, I've got a trivia question about the sword. Oh. 
Excellent. So I was kind of waiting for it to. This is the moment. Okay, here we go. Catholic trivia question. Nobody remembers the number. There is a theory that one of the blue wizards, Morinathar or Morinatar, meaning darkness slayer, was later known as Merlin, and that he directed King Arthur how to find Narsil. Remade as Andoril, which had later been remade and renamed as this legendary sword. You got it. This is a little extra, well, let's say deuterocanonical. <laughs> <laughs> Even <Yeah>. apocryphal. <laughs> Anybody hear me or no? Yes. Let's okay, see. Good. <laughs> got no responses yet. For those of you who don't know, this is a trivia question. You can win some awesome, cool prizes. Um, you can win some spoilers. mediocre, mediocre, decent prizes. Um, decent might be a little strong. <laughs> uh, we do have one guess. Uh, Father Father Kyle uh, has declared Excalibur. Merlin. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and call that. That is the correct answer. Yeah. Boom. That fan theory. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and that the lady of the lake, you know, the island around the island of Avalon, where yeah. that gives King Arthur the sword. The fan the 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 theory is that um, Goldberry uh, was the lady of the lake. Ooh. Hmm. I like that. And who was the Lady Lake? Goldberry, Goldberry Tom, Tom Bombadil's Tom wife. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wife. <laughs> who was soulmate. left out of the movie. Yes. <laughs> Very sad. Oh, she's so sad. He said, I can't like you like that. <laughs> yeah. so like a friend. That moment when Eowyn gets friends right. But you could, you still got Grima Worm Tongue. Oh, no, can't go there. I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be a captain of Gondor that Gondor. is not the worst protagonist in this story. <laughs> <laughs> so that seems like something out of Little Rascals, right? What? Anyone being friend zoned? He just told <laughs> like Darla. <laughs> yes, he just he told her that um, she makes him vomit. <laughs> there you go. You make, you make me vomit. <laughs> but he wishes her joy. <laughs> he wishes her joy. <laughs> hey Rose, thank you, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to get some ghost action. Hey, come say hi. Come say hi. Hey. Hey. It's a wee lass. We've been a princess all day. How's my little princess? Rose. Come here, Suddenly emerged as a princess at some point. And like at nine o'clock this morning. <laughs> Living your best life, Rose. 
<laughs> oh, that baby. There's another baby. Oh. Hey, Eric's family. Hey. Hey. Eric, there was. Eric, beautiful. I know. Are they marathoning with you, Eric? Huh? Are they marathoning with you? Uh, kind of for a little bit. Did they like the tots? Huh? Did they like the tots? The tots, yeah. They like the tots. tots. <laughs> the tater tots. <laughs> the tots, 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 tots. tots. <laughs> Napoleon, <laughs> give me your tots. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Um, I know you guys love it when I comment on what uh -oh. they're wearing. <laughs> I I love her sleeves. They're amazing. Puffed, puffed. <laughs> Why can't we wear sleeves like that? Oh, like wait, her dress has pockets too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> her swords. Fun. So convenient. <laughs> Where she hides the daggers. <laughs> her, her, her uncle, old uncle's hair is blonder than her hair. Kind of weird. He's, he's Ben Allen. I mean, yeah, after that exorcism, he really got a good you know, hair coloring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wish we could get that in the quarantine. <laughs> is, is her sleeves, though, look like she just took some rope and kind of wrapped it around it haphazardly. Yeah. Like, uh, she's a base, major league baseball pitcher trying to keep the heat in for her uh, curveball. <laughs> yeah. Olivia, look. It's an airplane. So why is there this dead army hanging out in the mountains? Hey, Rachel Jacob. Yeah, what was the, what's the storyline behind it? Why, why are these the ghost knights here? Father <laughs> uh, Kyle commented on the uh, the dress with pockets saying, so practical. <laughs> right, you know. You see, priests that wear cassocks understand these things. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, why why be there a dead army hanging out? So Legolas, in one of his few moments of recounting information, basically remember that battle at the beginning of the of the fellowship, where Daggerlad the dead and all that stuff. Uh, so during, so when they were assembling their army to go face Sauron the first time, uh, Isildur called on these, this tribe of men <clears throat> to join them and go help. And they pledged that they would and never showed up. Mm. So as a result, Isildur cursed them never to rest until they had fulfilled their oath. No touch that. <laughs> And that's what they did. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Don't you? I think that's what happened when we have kids. <laughs> you'll say you'll do something, then you're not. <laughs> Never to rest until we fulfill the promise of raising them. <laughs> he wants cake. Oh, you're going to have to go buy another one of those. Okay. <laughs> Man, he just lost the sheep. They found the cookie cake on the table. Yeah, on the reel. Uh oh. Yeah, that's right. You need to feed them. Is that a thing? Are we supposed to feed these things? No one has ever instructed me thus. <laughs> Is it the government supposed to do that? Yeah. Because it's <laughs> it takes we're, a village we're control of the situation over here. <laughs> one draw. Here, I have my own personal ring rake over here. <laughs> three ring circus going on. <laughs> three three ring race circus. <laughs> Ring Wraith Circus. 
Worst circus oh, ever. <laughs> you can draw on that. So after I, the acrobatic I, show, they stab you with a Morgul blade. I understand why they leave it out in the movie because you know you need to cut things, and I, I get it's not vital to the plot. But I really like the part in the book where they're like assembling all the forces of Gondor, and so you get to see oh, different parts of the kingdom. Mm. Yeah, that, that was a pretty cool part. But I get it. It's not. It doesn't help the plot too much, so I don't blame. Well, them that's what they were doing though at Snowburn or whatever. That was the uh, the rally the the rally point or whatever of all the. Uh, that's what you got glimpsed of them, you know, leaving the valley. No, 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 Gondor, not Rohan. When? So when are they assembling? Uh, all the, like the day before, day or two before the battle, all the people are coming in from the, all the warriors are coming in from the outskirts of Gondor, oh. and they get that. I forget what. Like it, the wild men show up. No, not the wild men. It's uh, it's good people. <laughs> like, well, like the oh mountain, yeah, uh, the mountain people or. Yeah, I can't remember their name. Yeah, there's that one group specifically where they're pretty heavy in the line of Numenorean blood, also because they're very uh, pure. He's like a prince, but I can't remember what his name was. God bless you. But it, that, I thought that was a really cool part of the book because it kind of expounds on because all you see in Gondor really is Minas Tirith, which is understandable. It's the main city, but it, it expounds on the fact that there is a lot more to the Kingdom of Gondor. Yeah, it does make it's some good world building. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Man, that's, those scenes on the plains of Palenna are, are amazing. <laughs> Dr. Jones, sound like walk on fortune cookie. Imrahil. Prince Imrahil. Prince of Dol Amroth. <laughs> His people are pretty cool. They have like the swan, ba the swan banner. Yeah. yeah. No, no. No, no. It's turning into date night. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Don't need you to ruin my windscreen. <laughs> I love Gimli in this scene. Like he just, yeah, yeah, yeah he starts hopping along. Looking at his face in this part, you can tell that he had like reactions to the prosthetics. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. It's a little puffy. Yeah. Seppy, uh uh. Seppy, put it back. We're all having baby problems. <laughs> <laughs> about that time pocketer I'll, I'll have hey, don't do that and then they proceed to do that up and give me a hug and then my phone won't be in my pocket anymore <laughs> how did you do that <laughs> father kyle says his dvd is so well used it's skipping father don't worry our our digital version is skipping as well <laughs> uh, mm, double day Ooh. You okay, bud? <laughs> and the caption says, bones cracking underfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, put your cookie, Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who's all that? 
Why are we running now? Because there's ghosts. Ghosties. Uh, Lucy, it's about to get <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> Boom. Poke out your eyes. I think. <laughs> hey, Mr. Steve Hart. How's it going, brother? The thing that stresses me out the most in these movies is all the times they walk really close to the edge of various precipices. Right. I know, right? I mean, right. you don't see a cliff and just immediately go up to the edge to look, yeah. look over the side. Or walk close to it. Look at the scary green ghost man. His skin's <laughs> hanging off his face. Okay, Dad. <laughs> yeah, this guy in the in the video games, the Return of the King video game, this guy's a, a jerk. He's yeah. like the first level, and he's ridiculous. Oh, it's so difficult. Yeah. You mean like what you're going to do to us on our next session? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? For those of you joining in, uh, we have, we're at one hour and 54 minutes and 30 seconds of uh, the Lord of the Rings extended edition, Return of the King. Part two. No, part one. Part one. Oh, part that one reminds me. The DVDs. When does yours end? Oh, no. Uh, it shouldn't be coming up. Yeah, yeah. It's I like think right, after, right the after they get out. Yeah. Okay, so just make sure you tell us so that we can pause. <laughs> so boy. I got her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna work. Why just shout an arrow at a ghost. Why would you? A doy. <laughs> it works in the video game. <laughs> oh, but this is a cool scene. Sword, sword face. We made. Wait, I was talking about the the family line, not the sword. <laughs> the electrical lines in this place are the worst. <laughs> 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 we haven't had hot water for five hundred years. <laughs> Need some so, Do you ever get on an extended edition, or are you still like way ahead of us? Yeah, I'm. I'm like way ahead of you guys i couldn't get one that was rentable and it was only oh. sold on itunes in a pack so it'd be like 30 bucks oh, and not that i don't love you guys but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just enjoying the company i'm enjoying hanging out oh, good answer good answer and i mean we're watching the same kind of movie general movie we're, we're together in holy spirit exactly microphone this is father the films yeah, hey, Zappy. Hey, buddy. He said nanny. That was interesting. He did not say pariah. <laughs> he doesn't have the peas down yet. Too well. Anger. Anger is what he said. Talk to them all. Hate. Oh, no, skulls. These guys rule you. So I don't think I've ever seen not the extended edition. So I don't know what. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know what's missing? So many skulls. I get the whole like you can't have them die right before the big battle, but they totally they don't they're not wearing helmets. They totally would have died from these skulls falling on them. Okay, Gimli may have lived. 
Oh man, those CGI. I mean, skulls. they're right on the ledge too. So yeah, yeah they, I'm pretty they sure die. CGI skulls don't hurt. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> pretty exaggerated. Where are all the skulls from? Well, Just all dead. Here on my hand. <laughs> oh. Legolas and Aragorn though, definitely wouldn't have made it out of that. Father uh, Kyle, did y'all see in the comments? Father Kyle made a cool remark on the sword, the cruciform shape of the sword. Ah. It rallies nice. not only the living but the dead. Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, he said the sword is a symbol of the cross. It rallies not only the living but the dead. Boom. Hey, and hey, Mr. all those Chatty. skulls, Welcome. my wife. Thanks for joining us. Would you say this is the place of the skulls? Yeah. <laughs> or even the Mount, sword gets its use. Mount Skulls, Mount Calvarium. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, every Good Friday I put out this article on the, the skull that would have been the, the, the skull of Golgotha. That is supposed to be Adam's skull at Golgotha. Yeah. And there's a painting in the the tomb of the, the church of the Sepul Holy Sepulchre underneath it, uh, where the blood of the cross is dripping on the skull of Adam, so that the blood of the new Adam, the uh, the first thing it reaches is the bones of the old Adam and nice. redeems. And but what's cool about that is how would the skull have gotten there? Um, it would have had to survive the great flood. Oh wait, uh, Joseph, has your stopped? No, not yet. Can you still want to tell you? He's still going. Yeah. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it stopped right as they got out, but I guess I'm wrong. Maybe when the battle starts. That's a terrible. That'd be a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I think it's when they take the battering ram. You said the other two movies had like the worst spots. Yeah. That's at the battering ram. You said. I think it's when they bring up the battering ram. Oh man, I was way off. Is this where the guy's about to get uh, that thing's going to land right beside him? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if the skull of Adam survived the Great Flood, it would have been on Noah's Ark. So, Mary would be the new Ark of Noah because she carried within her the skull of the new Adam, just like the Ark of Noah carried within it the skull of the old Adam. Oh. I like, I, I never, I've never heard it put that way. This, That's this cool. is brutal. And we know yes, that the Israelites cool. were big on keeping the relics because they carried the bones of Joseph through yeah. the 40 years of wandering in the, um, in the desert. <laughs> Well, guys, I know that I just joined you, but we're actually going to do like a Mother's Day dinner tonight with my mom. Um, Speaking of the blessed mother. <laughs> yeah, um, but <laughs> considering how long these are, do you guys think you'll still be around or how much are you going to roll into the Hobbit? Like what's happening? Ambitious. I mean, we'll be around for at least another two and a half hours. <laughs> okay. Two to two well, and a half hours. Hey, when uh when I free up, I'll I'll just shoot you guys an email. But it's been fun chilling. I wish I could have stayed longer. I had a whole fire drill with work stuff and. No, I understand. Thanks insanity. so much for joining us, Zach. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, it's been in. great. Good to yeah. see you guys. You nice too, brother. Soon. It was nice thanks, meeting Zach. you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice meeting you. <laughs> oh, Seppi saying bye. Say bye. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 bye, Seppi. He's like, oh wait, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad day.
Oh gosh, they did. Yeah, that was So it's not my favorite scene, but one of my favorite lines is the "We need more rubble." And then a thing hits the tower and it just crashes. Like, well, there's your rubble. Oh, I don't remember that. I never noticed that. <laughs> <The spark. laughs> Thank you, little Nazgul. <laughs> and nobody's like treason. Seize him. <laughs> that was reasonable. That was a reasonable thing to do. Proportionate response. So one of the sad things about Gandalf getting a new staff because he upgraded to a white wizard is that his old staff carried his pipe. It was perfectly formed to get the pipe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just like, saw that the other day. If you keep too. track, Gandalf goes through staffs like <laughs> nobody's business. Like he loses one in Fellowship when he gets stranded at Saruman's. He loses another in Moria. It's like. <laughs> Come in, keep track of your powerful staff. I don't know if the elves are making them or what, but they got to be like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> like the ones that make the new shoes every morning. <laughs> White shoes are a bad decision. You got a shoe guy or a, a staff guy. That's fun. Look how poorly constructed these towers are that are. Yeah, I know. Like, that was kind of a glancing blow, too, and it just disintegrates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's your scene, Scott. Oh, I love this guy. It's like, what are y'all worried about? I would have loved to just like land on his toe. <laughs> <laughs> He's so deformed, he came and spit right. You like Kung Fu Hustle? God, look at the dots. And Christian's back. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We are at, <coughs> excuse me. Two hours and three minutes and 30 seconds. Fun facts. Uh, Cody does not trivia, have COVID. Trivia question. Who tested negative? <laughs> trivia question. Who tested negative for coronavirus on Friday? Who has two thumbs and tested negative for coronavirus on Friday? Cody. This guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, y'all ready for a Catholic Nerds trivia question? Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. <laughs> What kind of prosthetic device was worn by Ian McKellen, Christopher Lee, and Brad Dorf in the film? The same one or the same kind of one? <laughs> they shared one. <laughs> no, the same kind of one. What kind, can you reread re the question, Scott? No, stop. What kind of prosthetic device was worn by Ian McKellen, Christopher Lee, and Brad Dorf in the film? You wore the same prosthetic device? Right. I think somebody already made that joke, but. Yeah. We're the same. What kind of aging? Well, I don't want to say. Too or no, they're pretty old already. Their nose. It was a nose. Yeah, I think you're right. Quit being so nosy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. By who, who, and who? Christian. Ian McKellen. So Kellen, Gandalf, Saruman, and Wormtongue. Yeah, I think it was a prosthetic it. tongue because he's warm tongue. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just joking, uh, by the way. But Father Kyle did say nose. The lack of eyebrows. <laughs> Ooh. Prosthetic foreheads. Oh, prosthetic <laughs> non eyebrows. Watch out. You can never unsee the lack of eyebrows on Green Worm. <laughs> I, I know. Say <laughs> 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 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, but father, uh, father is right. It is a nose. Mm. Oh, nice. He wins by a nose. Why Boom. do you have prosthetic noses? Was it was it nose? They were too normal looking. Apparently, it was. What's wrong? Oh, all right. <laughs> That's cool. Way to go, father. I think in the case of uh, Gandalf, Christopher Lee, and I, mm, I think. John Reese Davies also had to wear a prosthetic nose because of the prosthetic beards that they had put on them. You were like, like a prosthetic, prosthetic everything. Yeah. You're like a prosthetic face. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. I love kind of like Black the Widow scene from of Gandalf just like jumping into the middle of Winter a fight. It's just like, you know. Just destroying a bunch of orcs. Absolutely. He, he's so he's so overpowered in the video game too. Yeah, like, Gandalf is the best character to play because he's ridiculous. His his uh, uh, light light heavy attack is is insanely overpowered. Well, you just, you just lawnmower through everything. But to be fair, you kind of need it in that level where you're defending the courtyard for like an right. hour at the, at the black <laughs> at the black gate. That is. The, the worst when you're playing any other character, but with Gandalf, it, it makes it tolerable. Yeah. What's really fun in, in, in the Return of the King game, though, is once you beat it all the way through, then you can go through any level with any character. So you, you can take Frodo to all the places that like, like Gandalf and Aragorn I, and them have been. And, or take Gandalf into Mount Doom or Aragorn into Mount Doom to fight Gollum. Nice. You know, so they they stood there like nothing can breach it, and he's like, oh, I know what'll breach it. This yeah, thing that seemingly... here specifically <laughs> to do this. Right. I mean, they're orcs. Like they're not huge... the brains of the organization. Right. It was like it was a huge light bulb moment. It's like I'm pretty sure you brought this massive thing specifically for this purpose. Okay. That's what it looks like. The movie ended. False. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Oh yeah, Peter Jackson. So half the army. That was a terrible moment for them to. <laughs> oh yeah, our we're the ours accountants and... <laughs> Oh oh, you're. you're All right, we are stopped. currently stopped at two minutes and seven, two hours seven minutes and forty seconds. What a uh, meal time is supposed to be happening right now, Scott? Nine o'clock is dinner supper. an hour ago. We are late for supper. Uh, oh, supper's no. at nine. Yeah, supper's at nine. And dinner's at Now's time for refills and bathroom break. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> refills and bathroom break. Let's do it. And feeding our children. Feeding children. We still haven't done that. <laughs> Don't anybody. Oh, hey. This is kind of a, a long one to think through. Uh, trivia question that I'll leave y'all with for the break. What five, count them, five races in the Fellowship of the Ring prefer to live underground? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, preferred to live underground? Yeah, five races. Oh, five? Five races in fellowship. That, yeah, they prefer to live underground. Want me to hold her and you do that? Who can name them all? It's probably like written about in Concerning Hobbits in the book or something. Mm. John Paul, talk about random lore. Go. Random lore? You just want me to start spitting out random Middle Earth facts? You and Ashton can talk about it. Ashton's there. Have you met Ashton? No. This is Ashton, Scott's wife. 
Nice, nice to meet you. you. <laughs> I've been listening to you all day. Stalking. <laughs> <laughs> totally not creepy. <laughs> so yeah, y'all can hold down the fort for a second. We'll uh, be uh, okay. I mean, I mean to whatever extent you desire to. You know? <laughs> My kids are already presumably in bed. Um, presumably because I went back there and they were um, playing in the toothpaste in the bathroom. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Ashton, have you read The Silmarillion? No. Okay. I should. I was curious. But you've read the books, right? Yeah. I'm actually, I've been in the process of reading The Fellowship again for a few months because kids. Yeah. That's fair. Kids, quarantine. Yeah. Combination. You read them every year, though. The three Ks. Wait, quarantine doesn't start with a K. What? Huge. <laughs> there will probably be some kids after all this is over whose names will be quarantine and they will oh. start with a K. Corona or COVID. <laughs> COVID. Or, or, or COVID. COVID. No, there Actually, was, they... there was, there was uh, a couple of people who did that. Yeah. Wait, what? They, they named their kids COVID and. and uh, yeah. It was uh, twins. Yeah. Yeah. I, would um, I think so the, the boy was COVID and the girl yeah. was Corona. I yeah. Wow. There have been like videos He's circulating happy. around the yeah. internet about that. It's yeah. like when Pokemon Go came out, kids were naming their kids Pokemon names like Jigglypuff. Oh. <laughs> it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Like people say it and they're like, hey, you know, that's kind of a great idea. You know, why not? It's unique. <laughs> mm. Or you could be like Elon Musk and like have your kid's name like a, uh, a password for your computer. <laughs> I. I mean, my name is the spelled the French way, so it's Jean Paul. Yeah. And going to college was an experience when they all just <laughs> read the Jean roster Paul. and were like, Jean? <laughs> yeah. Are you here? Maria, your middle name is Jean. Yeah. Where'd she go? She's not there. Can you hear me? Yeah. That's like uh, Isaiah's son, Mahal Halal Hashbaz. <laughs> the longest name in the in the Bible. He uh, yeah. is speedy, royal, quick booty. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get some has taken food over. myself, so I will be right back. The return. <laughs> Jeffy just kissed Lucy. She started drawing on her little pencil. <laughs> the only people left are the three person screens. Are you kissing the screen? <laughs> You gonna blow him, show this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
Uh, <laughs> lots of sugar is good for kids. That's right. <laughs> they don't need that first round of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I saw, uh, I was just cruising through some memes the other day, and there was a there was an x-ray of, of a toddler's uh, skull with with all the teeth growing in. Yeah. That's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. All the adult teeth. <laughs> like, all the adult teeth growing in with all the other teeth. It looks like, like shark kinda, baby. Yeah. Hey, Father Kyle says hobbits. Dwarves, goblins, or three of the five races. I don't know what y'all were talking about. I just thought I'd throw that that's in That's a good start. That's a, that's a three-fifths compromise. <laughs> five races. What are the other ones? can't even think of like what, a, what other races would want to live underground. It's like one of those questions when you hear the answer, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. well, that's the question. Yeah. I don't want to guess because I, I want to... Uh, What's the question? People that have the chance. Uh, what, what are the five races that like to live underground? In the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> that guess goes for the whole thing. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine addition to the conversation. <laughs> Actually, I know the answers, but I want everyone else to guess. Father Kyle, underground would also include in caves. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Cave trolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more to go. <laughs> Cave trolls. <laughs> Question. I have a cave troll. <laughs> cool. um, oh, what about does underground also include underwater? Uh, no. Oh. Fish! <laughs> but other, <laughs> otherwise under a mountain. Notice the watcher, but... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, dog. Mountain trolls. <laughs> they live on the mountain, not in the mountain. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. His audio kind of. Think about what they encounter in Moria. But that you, you now oh, Balrogs yeah. don't count because they're in. Um, two oh, well, that was my answer. Yeah, I guess that would. <laughs> I guess that would count too. But yeah, I think it. It didn't prefer to live underground. It just was kind of banished into the depths. Right. It prefers to live on top of a dead Gandalf, apparently. <laughs> that was morbid, huh? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have to actually go to the Facebook place. Five people. Oh, okay. Five people besides us? Or is this? Uh, I'm counted as one of them, I know. Oh, okay. I think Cody is as well. That's my launch. <laughs> Does someone want to update on what's happening? If in case anyone's watching. Oh yeah. Uh, we are taking a break currently. Um, we're we're uh, getting our suppers ready. As I think think what's going on. Yep. And uh, taking a break because DVD 
guys had their break in their DVDs, and now they're gonna they gotta catch up. Yeah, did we? Yeah, we're just why are they breaking their break. DVDs? <laughs> a break. Oh. Or, yeah. <laughs> they have to switch this. Trolls in the tunnel. They were playing Leon A scenario, and then they gotta switch over to the Claire B scenario. Wait, I'll do I'll do stand up like I did earlier. Okay. Oh no. So a termite <laughs> walks into a bar. Oh wait. Wait, are you like doing the actual stand up that you did earlier? That's the only joke I have. A termite walks into a bar. Got to get more material. And he says, "Is the bartender here?" <laughs> And I always get that reaction to that joke every time, and that's why I tell it. Because have so much like, light now. Everyone's just, what just happened? I'm here all night. <laughs> <laughs> Telling the same joke. A mushroom walks into a bar. And the bartender says, hey, get out of here. The mushroom says, why? I'm such a fun guy. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it's like watching a train wreck. <laughs> oh, did I did I tell you guys about the experience I had at the gas station the other day? The what? What happened? Uh, all right, so like, uh, you know, gas is going down pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't remind a me. Lot of, a lot of people are trying to fill up and do whatever. I, I work in oil and gas. It's not fun. <laughs> I like the rest of our states. Yeah. Trying to fill up, get get gas in containers and whatnot or whatever. So I, I, I had to get gas for my car. So I I stop there and I go inside to get get a couple drinks before I pay for gas. And uh, and I come back out. I, I saw this guy who was filling up a gas container, but he was also smoking a cigarette, which is also illegal. That is a terrible idea. <laughs> the terrible idea. So he, he must have, like, got some gasoline on his arm because, like, some ashes fell out of the cigarette and lit his arm on fire. Ah. So, so I was like, oh, crap. There, was, there wasn't a whole lot of other people around and nobody saw him right away. So I, I kind of took up my coat and ran over. I wrapped his arm up with my coat. But then, then wow. a police officer showed up, and then he gave us both a ticket because uh, one for him for smoking and me for concealing a firearm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> was it real? No. Oh. <laughs> I heard that. That was very well done. That was awesome. Because I, I was there right up to the end. Oh, yeah, you got me hook, line, and fire arm. <laughs> It's one of my dad's jokes too. So I, I feel bad every time I <laughs> I got like three or four go-to jokes. That's gonna be one of them now. The, the 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 hook of it is you gotta place it in real life events, you know? Oh, because of the gas. You have to you have to lead up. You're like, oh I had to get gas the other day. I went no, to, happy. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find some good cards in here. Wait, so are we all doing stand-up or, you know? Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Joseph. What do you got? <laughs> so, uh, I have a screaming baby. That's what I have. No, um, so there was a, a guy, he was um, getting kind of lonely. He lived by himself. Uh, so he decided, I want a pet. 
So he goes down to the pet store and he tells the guy, look, I'm looking for a great companion, something that's going to really lift my spirits. I'm getting kind of lonely living by myself, uh, but I don't want like a dog or a cat. They're too high maintenance. I, I don't want to deal with that. So the, the uh, pet store owner says, I know exactly what you need. And he walks him to the back of the store and uh, under a light all by itself on a, a pedestal, there's a cage or, or a, a little tank. And he, he looks in the tank and he sees a centipede. And he's like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. So he buys the centipede, takes it back to his apartment. And, uh, you know, he's having a normal day. And he's like, hmm, I want to go to lunch. Let's see if the centipede wants to go with me. So he, he yells to the centipede, hey, centipede, want to go to lunch with me? Nothing. No response. He's like, okay, maybe he didn't hear me. I get it. Uh, hey, centipede, want to go to lunch with me? Nothing. He waits. And now at this point, he's getting a little annoyed. Like, I, I just bought you to be my friend and you're ignoring me. So he's like, getting a little angry, saying, hey, centipede, do you want to go to lunch with me? Nothing. So he is furious. He walks over to the cage or the, the tank, lifts up the top of the tank and says, centipede, do you want to go to lunch? And the centipede looks up and says, I heard you the first time I was putting on my shoes. Because <laughs> he's got a hundred no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's here's my stand up. Well, it's really just uh, one kind of short. I'm a centipede. Hey, <laughs> I resent that comment, Cody. The centipede joke. Okay, so why why do gorillas have such big nostrils? I do what? Gorillas. Gorillas. Like in the mist. <laughs> like either Jane Goodall or Diane Fossey, one of the two. Why do gorillas have such big nostrils? With their fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have <other> fingers. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Oh, that was actually the You're joke. a gorilla. <laughs> Thanks, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, kindergarten who could like stick you his said this. <laughs> like, Okay, so father got almost all of them. Uh, it was hobbits, dwarves. He said also orcs and cave trolls. The last of the five is goblins. No, no. He said he goblins. Goblins. last of the five orcs. He didn't say orcs. Oh, okay. Oh, orcs. oh, okay. I thought he had said orcs for some reason. Could yeah, you also consider Are we going to give like partial credit for that? It's four blueberries instead of five blueberries. <laughs> oh, the container actually has some in it? <laughs> I thought it was just the container. <laughs> They're like uh, the coffee beans that those monkeys pre digest for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to say this, this, there's there's some kind of fat guano like coffee or something like that somewhere. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Or cat. It was like it was something that was like some kind of animal ingests this coffee, they poop it out, the seeds, mm -hmm. and then the they poop it. It's a bat. Oh, okay, it's a bat. Yeah. Your mom would probably. Okay. Yeah, and then they poop it out, and then then you make coffee out. Yeah. It's supposed to be some gourmet thing. Or yeah, something. some crazy gourmet coffee. Yeah. Cody's got a cookie. Sorry for the. 
People have to collect it. <laughs> That's good coffee. <laughs> hey, Scott, would you be able to consider the Urukai in that list of creatures that races that prefer to live underground? But it, it did say fellowship. Um, there were they, have fellowship. they made an appearance yet? Yeah, they fight. At, that's what they're yeah. fighting at the end. Is the Urukai? That's true. Yeah. But they um, can you know can go by light. I don't know. Can go by they day. Can, but so can hobbits and dwarves. They may just prefer. Yeah. Get that rock out of it. Get that rock out of it. No, yes, yeah, these questions. We really don't know what their preferences are. I think it's safe to assume that they might prefer to live underground. Hey, Father Ryan. Hey, where is he? Where are you, Father? Oh, Japanese gourmet coffee. Okay. Father Ryan's like, so this is what you're doing instead of reviewing the articles of our LLC? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, um, another Catholic Nerds trivia question. I'm saying this one's so close because it's so timely. How many different staffs do we see Gandalf carry in the trilogy? I think we talked about this already, actually. I know. That's it. Was it it's on the card. Oh, okay. They're right. I'm not supposed to say anything. Okay, we're going to be down. So I'll be back in like three or four minutes. Oh, we're not. Never mind. We're not putting them down. We're just putting them in PJs. That's pretty close, though. You got to put them down. You're short, your feet stink, and you're a horrible burden on your mother. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's your godson you're talking about, Scott. <laughs> That's from uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Finally join into the, the alcohol drinking party. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah, this beer... Um, was drank first by monkeys and then <laughs> Ashton's just like, whoa, <laughs> Too far. Too far. it is not, it is not. <laughs> Thank you. If it was, you probably wouldn't get a kiss later. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bite out of crying. <laughs> Oh, you got to stop that stuff. Y'all want to start it back up without Mary and Cody? Is that rude of me to suggest? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Mary. Hey. Sorry, I didn't realize y'all were honest. I've been pacing with the baby behind the laptop. Um, yeah, we can listening the whole time. Oh, baby. <laughs> I was listening to all y'all's jokes and being like, you are welcome <laughs> that I started that. Perfect. Y'all got to experience all of that. Um, yeah, we can start whenever y'all are ready. All ready. Ready. Are the CD guys ready? Ready, yeah. man. Wait, wait, wait. Spinny wheel, spinny wheel. Uh-oh. No, no, no. It's good. It'll be right. It'll be right at the right. Cursed part. spinny wheel. Uh-oh. Hey, we're about to have a lot of cameos in this next scene. Everything's ah, falling. Peter Jackson, but I think the accountant is also um, the movie production company's accountants on the boat. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been waiting for a long time to see the accountant. <laughs> the only known certified public accountant in all of Middle, Middle Earth. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. And you, he would work for. Uh, uh, you'd think he probably has a couple lawyers on staff too. Look at Cody. You're you're, you're a cameo. You're a cameo. <laughs> okay, you want me to do the uh, countdown? Yeah. Five. Four. Three, three, five, two, four, one, one. go. Okay, I see Shane. Okay, where's Peter? Shane, what do you see? Scott, Scott, break copyright law for a second so we can see how synced we are to you. (laughs) Yes, encourage him. Encourage him to break laws. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, keep it there for a second. Okay, I'm a second or two behind. I think yeah, I'm a second or same. two ahead. Wait, hang on. Wait, yeah, I'm a second ahead. Okay. okay. I've been thinking it. Oh, Peter Jackson down for the count. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mind your aim. Let me just, oh, no. Oh, well, you're dead. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all good? You want me to yeah. put it back down? I, you can take it away from me at least. Yeah, we're good. Good. Oh, the army's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not worthy. We are slugs. Descendant of Ungoliant. Oh, we lost Cody and Mary. Oh. Uh, wasn't he the host? I'm the host but, now. You're the host now, Scott. <laughs> so yeah, instead of uh, Josh, the, the serpent possessed by Satan in Eden and the tree of life and everything. Oh, I'm back. Hey. I'll hey. be right back. Y'all keep going. I'm going. Serpent tree of life for you. On the couch, it probably has. <laughs> Cody went to get a Mother's Day cake for tomorrow. Oh, Wait, look at it. What's it say? Congratulations, class of 2020. What am I graduating from? They had that one, and then they had a happy Mother's Day, but it didn't have, I mean, a happy birthday. There's <laughs> 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 many as much icing on it. <laughs> that is beautiful. Got <laughs> my priorities straight. <laughs> Well, congratulations for graduating. I know. Another kid that still gets <laughs> that cake gets to have understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, fun Tolkien trivia now that we're in the middle of Shelob's lair. Oh, no, that's where we are. Yep. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do you know why <laughs> Tolkien had giant spiders present in just about every tale he wrote? Yeah, he visited South Africa as a child, and that's where his mother. Like also began to become sick, and there's some spider thing on the train or something like that. He got bitten by a big old spider when they were living in South Africa, and he's been he was terrified of spiders ever since. And I think I that's why so. it came in the pocket of a traveler too. Yeah. And he's been he was terrified of the spiders ever since. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that. But... Yep. <laughs> John Paul is echoing. That, that was me. Yeah. I, I, I had to turn off my phone, and then apparently it went right That's to the cool. Facebook feed. 
but it was in Africa and it wasn't in Australia, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, instead of New Zealand? <laughs> You're saying instead of New Zealand, that's where the movie's filmed. No, I'm saying Australia. Because Australia has all the Because Australia has animals. Big I mean, spiders. He didn't die, so yeah, oh. it wasn't from Australia. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> good call. Good call. He'd be dead. Like, what are they called? The coconut spiders? Like the spiders that can open up a whole coconut? They have like a, they have like, they're like five foot wide. Yeah. I do not want to meet those. <laughs> those are like the, the, the <laughs> bird eating spiders or whatever. Cody Reed, use avoid. I nearly bumped. Sam found the bread. Sam found the bread, Joseph. And he doesn't like really make much effort to like hang on to it. Do you think he, yeah, that's yeah, it. Much fact, it he now? like crushes it? Yeah. Yeah, you might need that. It's like, like dude, 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 you haven't even made it into Mordor yet. <laughs> right? Getting across the getting across the board. On that. Father Kyle took a, a guess at the ah! uh, the, the spiders thing because he says caught in the web of the lies of evil one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my and gosh, the gifs I'm coming up with. Cody also says you're a cameo. <laughs> you're a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> That was earlier, though. That was like, yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> Be right back. Not with the lime on his head. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about guano. Everything yeah. I know, I learned from Ace Ventura. <laughs> guano. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> or no, that's, not, that's the mask. Everybody. Right. Uh... Does anybody see the Sonic movie? Uh, go! <laughs> I feel like every time I go to watch this movie, these movies, I'm like, oh wait, crud, yeah, there's that spider scene. Never mind. Let's, let's not. Let's do something else. <laughs> He's really fortunate that it doesn't like light. Like, that is extremely <laughs> fortuitous. I just go throw it in the trash. So so what I was saying um, in Tolkien's Eden, instead of having a combined Satan snake creature, you know, Satan dragon creature, he's got the giant spider and the Satan creature separately just attacking the trees in the Garden of Eden. And one is Ungoliant, which is the, uh, you know, the ancestor of Shelob. She's kind of crazy. I just feel like if I was Elijah Wood, I'd have been like, nah, fam. I know we have a contract and everything, but... This? Nah, it goes too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Father Kyle's uh, saying how uh, Aragog, basically, from Harry Potter, was stolen. J.K. Rowling stole it from... Uh... Well, yeah, but J.K. Rowling spiders are bigger. Then <laughs> she To be fair, like... Just about every medieval or not medieval fantasy setting was like, you know what? Giant spiders. Let's throw them in. Any ideas? Yeah. I think there was a movie from the 1940s that had radioactive spiders uh, even before Lord of the Rings. I mean, the killer tomatoes. We can't forget that they got this scene from uh, Killer Clowns Who Spin Cotton Candy Webs. Killer Killer Clowns from it. I thought I was the only person who's ever seen that movie. (laughs) I love that movie. Clowns is ridiculous. It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, they they take all their victims and 
They're woven into uh, cotton damn. candy cocoons. Yeah. Man, what a movie. That's like <laughs> the beest of bee movies. <laughs> Rose, you don't need to... Okay. I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I turned off the microphone so y'all couldn't hear Cody trying to say grace with our son and him going, no, I don't like that. food. <laughs> <laughs> I probably both. Probably the praying and the food. The praying. No, he likes the food. He doesn't want to wait to eat the food. That's the problem. That's <laughs> fair. Is it Francis? Yeah. yeah. No, the other son that we keep somewhere. <laughs> so we never introduced him. Keep him in the attic. Our Harry Potter son. Keep under the stairs. That's mostly just making a dig on the Pope, but whatever. I I get it now. Catholic nurse does not uh, support Scott's jokes <laughs> job abuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I I repent immediately. <laughs> we always make sure to tell people. When we're, we, just, we're like, this is I our son. She's saying. This is our son Francis, named after Francis of Assisi. And then we just <laughs> we specify. We're not saying anything bad about anybody. We're just being specific about who we named him after. But then when I mean, we do that, we have to also say who we named Rose after, and then Therese, and then just be a long story. <laughs> they make it's Francis Ford Coppola or something. Oh. Or yeah, like a vision. Like, you know, sometimes people think we named him after Francis de Sales, and he's kind of controversial. So. <laughs> Introduction to the devout life. Just too much. No, I'm not directly of him, like having a vision of Galadriel, but the whole like the words of Galadriel were in his mind, and or an apparition of Galadriel. I actually have no memory of that from previous viewings of... You have no memory of this place. (laughs) (laughs) Follow your nose. (laughs) Mm, Roses. That was an image of the Radiant Lady. Hey! Hey! (laughs) It's just now whenever I see Kate Blanchett do that sort of tight-lipped smile, I immediately think evil you know like that little like <laughs> evil lizards that she did as she helped because that's like her thing now but she also always plays evil people that are like you know kind of smiling at you as they try to kill you kind of yeah. like Tilda Swinton I don't know yeah who I don't know who that is so I don't know the white witch from my movies from Wardrobe. yes yeah mm-hmm. oh, and she's most recently in the dead don't die Oh yeah, I need to very see creepy in there. What a contrast for her being Galadriel and then the White Witch. I mean, no, <laughs> oh no, separate. yeah, different actress. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, Kate Blanchett moving to be the the Russian lady in uh, Crystal Skull. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. 
a choice. That movie does not exist. No, that movie doesn't count. Reed. That's a mulligan. It has been declared. Nine. Spoken. What is this crystal skull you speak of? Not exist. Cody actually got me a twenty foot by seven foot <laughs> movie theater display poster of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, they were saying that. Francis just stood up with his bowl of Father food. Kyle says she creeps me out. She played Gabriel and Constantine. That's yeah, fine. she did. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. yeah. Francis just stood up with his half-eaten bowl of food and said, Daddy, I don't want to eat this. <laughs> I hear they're making a new Constantine. Well, I mean, they're making, they had Hellblazer, I guess, the TV show. But that they're uh, doing a new um, was the other DC Justice League. It's like uh, Justice League Dark. Dark, yeah, with Swamp Thing and Constantine. Yeah. Curious how that's gonna go, because as if their own Justice League movie wasn't already Justice League Dark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wait a second. (laughs) Justice League Darker. (laughs) Darker, but better than our other attempts. Summer. We kind of wish the other attempt had been darker. Then we couldn't have seen Cavill's face <laughs> with his CGI mustache nose yeah. thing. Yeah, we didn't, so great. We didn't know anything about that. We put it in. We hit play, and he came on screen, and we're like, "What the what heck wrong just with happened?" <laughs> Why does his face look like? <laughs> and we looked it up, and we're like, "This is just ridiculous." Bloom, you see the bloom on the bloom. tree. It bloomed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, t- oh. <laughs> their hope remains. So, uh, something that I thought. Hey, was look how cool. far he's got to oh. run. Look, he's got to run all there's this whole little causeway <laughs> to the two. You're right. You're absolutely right. Logistically, <laughs> does not make sense. <laughs> so, something I find cool that Tolkien does in the book. He builds up through at least this book and like. Probably, I don't remember if it was in the first two or not, but at least in the third book, um, Gandalf is like awaiting his time when he needs to fight the Lich King, like the the leader of the the Ring Race, and uh, it's like, oh, that's when my power will be will be tested and whatnot. Um, and he, when they break down the door in the book, that fight is supposed to happen. He's supposed to kill, uh, fight the the King of the Ring Race, but. Because Denethor is doing this to Faramir, uh, mm. Pippin draws him away from the fight to go save uh, Faramir. And because of that, Theoden gets killed by the Lich King. So it's like the, the, you see the plot that, uh, the, the butt twist <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that Sauron weaves into the plan uh, by his uh, driving Denethor crazy. So because Sauron drove him crazy, he tries to kill Faramir, which draws Gandalf away from the fight, which causes the Lich to kill Theoden. This this woven thing that he does, I I think it's so awesome. Father Kyle said uh, Justice League Dark is being produced by HBO, so that could be good. Yeah, yeah, I I have some hope. We'll give it a chance. I mean, I'm also like, scared that it's going to happen yeah. to go down the path of 
Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Right. I feel like I keep yeah. giving these so, a chance, and they keep yeah, just. I don't, I don't know if I'm prepared it's to see Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. The, the Swamp <laughs> Thing comics and everything are. Here, from over here. I mean, they're they get pretty dark and pretty sexual too, so that's unfortunate. Theology of the body, Scott. Get with it. Yeah, this is like the theology of the body dark. (laughs) (laughs) The the theo. um, theo. So long as uh, Neo's not going to be Constantine again, you know. Uh, they're they're supposed to be doing another Matrix. Yeah, he's busy. (laughs) Yeah, I read that the other day. Oh yeah, they've been filming it. There's a scene with Cage Carrie is playing, Moss and uh, is starring in a movie about ah, Nicolas Cage. Ah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is starring in a movie about oh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> They're also going to do the Nicolas Cage um, National As Treasure Tiger King TV series. Yeah. Tiger King. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, that's a real news story. It was that's a real thing. Where did he? Um, where did she stab him with the stinger? Exactly, that's what I was about to tell you. But he's in the movie. She stabs him like in the gut. Yeah, but he's still this, It's like in his uh, between his ribs. Yeah, oh. but in the in the book, he, she stabs him in the neck to get around the mithril. Oh, yeah, oh, he's in the mithril. Where did she stab him this time? I'm sorry, I got distracted. Like right in the mid-room. Yeah, how did she manage? Because no, you can see where when Maybe he's in the arm from him, and he's like going oozing out. You can see where the V is, okay. and the, and you don't see the thing. <laughs> so she stabs him, unless if it's like stabbed in the thigh or something, which I guess is possible. <laughs> but the way he responds, like. <laughs> That's a yeah, good I do punch. assume it knocked the wind out of him. Yeah. It just seems really unlikely that Sam would have lasted as long in this conflict as he has. Uh, Sam's a gardener. He deals with spiders all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sam pulls out some pesticide. A <laughs> little late for trimming the veg. <laughs> and they also oh, point out that she like, play with her play. <laughs> but she's not going straight for the kill. <laughs> Father Ryan says Nicolas Cage would still find a way to screw up the role of acting as himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. We just watched oh, the, the Ryan episode uh, where they're talking about, about Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's like the neutral actor. <laughs> yeah, he's not good or evil. He's not good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah. I don't think they were talking about evil. They were talking about talent. Oh, gee. <laughs> Stinger. This scene still stresses me out so much. <laughs> the fact that the spider yeah. has a stinger too is kind of creepy. Yeah, it's more yeah. unsettling. It's a killer hornet. See that? Wasp. Yeah. I mean, murder, murder wasp. Killer roach. What do you do it to make it? Stab <laughs> it in the gut. Okay. Just, just the segmentation of the roach body. Yeah, roaches are infinitely more creepy. Yeah, I can deal with spiders. I do not like roaches. Amen. Yeah, they should have done a giant roach instead, huh? <laughs> Wouldn't have. Been... I don't know if that would have made it through the movie, honestly. <laughs> would have yeah. been more so universal. Now. <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> no, no, thank you. More universally frightening for sure. I feel like this is me, like when my kids are trying to wake me up, and I'm like, no, I'm just going to pretend. I'm not awake. <laughs> I don't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Father Ryan said, I love the Ghost Rider comic. I'm so excited about the movie. And then Nicolas Cage happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was that was not a good turn of events. The CGI abs on him. It's more ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> then you watch a movie like National Treasure and you're like, Nicolas Cage so is good. a treasure. <laughs> yeah. or, the then, or you watch face off and you're like, oh yeah. Y'all remember yeah, speaking of CJ, I remember the um the fake uh, muscle face fake uh, pecs on Ricardo Montalban in Wrath of Khan. Because he had that Do like not. But, oh no. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the original actually. I, I've seen parts of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing all the way through. Yeah. You haven't seen the Khan! Khan! <laughs> From the depths of hell, I stab at thee. <laughs> That's really Moby Dick, but you know, it's quoted. Yeah, Father Kyle's reminding us about Edgar, the, the big roach wearing the Edgar suit in Men in Black. Oof. Ooh, man. <laughs> it, Still have Edgar. trouble watching that scene. <laughs> want- Don't start, no. <laughs> Won't be no. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. You've never seen Men in Black. I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> I feel not safe. Is there like a significance to the whole "Hey, I'm gonna burn myself and my son" thing? Like what? Like the like ultimate you... act of despair. Oh, he's such a great protagonist. <laughs> It's the honorable thing to do. Yeah, how does he hate Theoden so much but isn't talking about this guy? Because <laughs> is not a protagonist. He's an, antagonist. He's, an antagonist. He's an antagonist, yeah. But I think but, I mean, that was the whole thing, is Denethor and Theoden, from a literary standpoint, are supposed to be contrasts of each other, you know? Yeah, they're full. Yeah. So since you bring up the whole burning himself thing, he does, I think he says it, the line in the movie, but the whole idea is he's, not only has he given up hope, but he's given up the the faith that Gondor was built on, and he's yeah. do, choosing this death because this was the death of the pagan god of the pagan kings before Gondor came. Yeah. So it's like In I the way am that they attempted to the pagans. This is the only death worthy of us because good has failed. Evil can only evil can win right now. And the way, it's the like way they attempted that Sauron attempted to burn the tree of Gondor on the altar by fire. Yeah. Kind of like this uh, is the way that like the kings, the heat, the pagan kings would kill themselves. Would, no, it's how they would. They were yeah. be buried. The tree of Gondor be buried. You know, right. it was their right. Big difference. <laughs> but but I mean, again, like, but it it gives it another level of despair, right? Yeah. So not only do I not want to face this doom alive, but. I also just don't believe anything that we were taught to believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I guess and those Catholics wrong. who believe in cremation, they were all wrong. <laughs> I guess there could also be an element of like, um, you know, Abraham sacrificing his only son or his, his oh yeah, you know, the like yeah, a Holocaust. It replaced the the ram for the Holocaust. Right. But that like essentially he this is like a fruitless sacrifice. Like a no one's asked him to do this. <laughs> this doesn't yeah. serve any purpose. Like, you know. Uh, I don't know. Father Kyle says it must have been weird like the failure of Judas, hope is gone. And like selling his son for like the 30 pieces of silver, sort of like he's not selling it for anything. But, but he, yeah, this whole scene never happened in the book. This, yeah. this kind of ticks me off. Oh, yeah, this brings up the question of how many staffs does Gandalf? Ooh. Yeah, that totally is, you know. I don't remember this. Why does did this happen? It bothers me. But why did this happen? I don't know. Because they needed to put in some fight between the two, I guess. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't, because he's not supposed to be that much more powerful than Gandalf. They're supposed to be equally matched. I mean, it does heighten the despair, you know, the two scenes working together. Yeah. It, yeah, it does. It's a good layup for this scene. Yeah. So I just, but good thing fed in such a terrible attack protagonist so none of this matters at the same time it's like i think the ring wraith if if he was as set up right here being more powerful than gandalf he could have just easily just and then took off yeah 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 he had him on his heels i almost feel like this that whole sequence was kind of pointless yeah they just, like, mean, he can be killed by no man. Well, Gandalf's not a man either. Oh, but that um, that's another reference to Macbeth. That uh, yeah, I'm not born of woman. Yeah. Right, right. What was the other reference to Macbeth? The trees. Uh, Burnham Wood marching on Dunsinane Castle. And the, the ends. The ends yeah, or that's... something else. Uh-huh. The wood, the forest, the, the Burnham Wood Forest marching on the castle. I, I know it in Macbeth. I'm saying what in, in this? Oh, in the two oh. towers, like at the, toward the end, like when all the orcs run away from Helm's Deep into the trees and then they just get clobbered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I had stuff those to are, it's, just those, it's just those two references at, that I know of to Macbeth that yeah. um, Macbeth cannot be killed by anyone born of woman, so the cesarean section doesn't count. Right. <laughs> Technical technicality. Good thing Shakespeare was an OB, right? <laughs> yeah, so uh look at that cavalry guys. Such I love Rohan because I love cavalry. I know I always say cavalry or cavalry. 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 <laughs> I just don't try to say it. Look at all the As a copy editor, also a frequent typo. It's like mortar and mortar. Glad to know about your editing skills. Uh oh, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably can't afford you, but. <laughs> Scott writes like seven books a week. Cody, I hear. Bring him on. Saying Francis. 
Francis? No. Uh, do you want to do you want to go see what? No, I don't. <laughs> I have a sleeping baby. <laughs> we'll take the sleeping baby. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds glorious. So they in the making and the director's cut, they show the two guys that spent three or four years making all the chain mail from these plastic loops. Wow. They and repairing the chain mail and they had gone a little crazy by the end of the movies. Do you want cake? Why plastic? Do you want cake? It's like, you know, one tenth the weight of regular chain mail. Oh, I guess you're right. I was just thinking like guys, the environment. (laughs) (laughs) All this biodegradable non biodegradable chain mail. The metal would have been so much better. Well, the metal could be melted down afterwards, right? Whereas my understanding is plastic is like less, I don't if know. If it's recyclable, you're good. I've been feeling really bad about all the plastic we've been using lately. I don't know why. I've recently like, like every time I throw away something plastic, I'm like, <laughs> I'm Do you think I used to, so As a kid, awesome. I would always cut up the loops of the six packs. Yeah, me too. You know, so so uh, the ducks wouldn't choke. Our caption on here just showed, uh, I don't know which one he is, Pippin or Mary, whatever. The one who's with, what's her The one face? who's with the chair. Mary. Mary. Uh, yeah. Screaming death <laughs> as he was riding forward. Yeah. yeah. That was death their, that was well their cheer when they ran into battle was, you know, if we're riding to our death, we're going to make it our battle cry. It's going to be glorious. So he did yell that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like. That's not what I heard. <laughs> uh, this guy who wasn't worried about a castle falling out. Lights went or going by. Good night. Good night. Good night. Mmm, kerosene, so good on the lips. Yeah, why is his mouth open? <laughs> he's anointing himself with oil. Because he's crazy. <laughs> the, better, the better question is why does he have to kill himself and his son doesn't he know oil doesn't go with his outfit I mean, <laughs> I... <laughs> meanwhile why the heck are these soldiers fur. along with this like I get because he's the king I get that he's the king but like okay let's oh, talk about the, the physics of him getting kicked up on the pile because that didn't make a lot of sense to me. So not yeah. only did he get kicked up on the pile, but then Physics? he also nah. needs to go run that whole distance. Yeah. He's got to get back up off the pile, run three miles, <laughs> on fire. I also want to know why how, Why did it take this long to get that fire prepared? For for Pippin to be like, hey, this is going on. Go find Gandalf. And Gandalf have all that situation with the, with yeah. the ring raid. And then finally make it up here. And it's like, they're just now starting. Why is Probably no performing some kind of ritual, yeah. Like it, like in Willow at the end of Willow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, let's see him get kicked up on the pile by that horse. Somehow, <laughs> especially the the way he falls. He falls this way. The horse is going this way. Yeah, what? <laughs> Kick down, but making his mid jump. Okay, he's starting to melt. But he's still gonna be able to run. Are you timing this? One, two, okay. three, three, four, four, five, five, six. <laughs> he's like, <"Rather."> 
Hey, well, there he is. Wasn't he too made far. A really good time. Really good time. Yeah. yeah he he sprinter. He ran so far. Hey, Father Pat joined us. Welcome, Father Pat. Hi, Father Pat. Broussard. Hey. Father Pat. Hey. Father Pat Broussard. Yeah. Hey. hey. Lucy, look, Father Pat joined us. Lucy, hey, Father Pat. Now, which Father Pat Broussard? What? Our Father Pat. Y'all's, y'all's Father Pat. Take Mary's yeah. pastor. Father Pat, don't think that we're letting Lucy watch this movie. I'll be right back. I'll put down children, too. I'll be RB. I mean, that horse shows the meaning of him. <laughs> this battle is such a, a roller coaster. Isn't wildlife wonderful? Just going to go ahead and like Father Pat's comment. All right. We miss you, Father Pat. Like, how exactly would you tame something like this? <laughs> the old like, one. Bring in Joe Exotic or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, yes, it's, little known fact, Joe Exotic sold Oliphants to the Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like, we bring in horses, they're bigger. And then they're like, we bring in these big things. <laughs> Oliphants. <laughs> Hi, all. <laughs> Father Pat said the old one. <laughs> <laughs> Father Pat the greater, Father Pat the lesser. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta the get him. The elder. Yeah, whose idea was it to call one of the apostles the lesser? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's just because he was <laughs> How pri- prideful do you need to be to, to call the apostle the lesser? He's skinnier. That's all there is ah, to there it. Ah, there you go. The lesser in weight. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that, that meme or whatever. Holy cow. I can't imagine why... I mean, elephant. Can't imagine why uh, St. Jude would want to differentiate himself from Judas. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of like that that meme where John says to Peter, like, I'm faster than you. And Peter's like, who's going to know? And he's like, Like, I'm greater than you, James. Who's going to know? No, James is greater. Hey. Yeah, so they, are they yeah. mama are they mama kills or mama licks? Because <laughs> one doesn't sound appropriate. Okay. You need to get up. Mama kill. Mama kill. kill. <laughs> Emphasis on the kill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll be back. There are people saying things on uh, the comments. Okay. Well, the pad is asking if we're ready to come back to mass. I think that is a resounding yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, that poor Ollie. Oh, Saturday. Yeah. This Saturday? As in tonight? <laughs> hey. Join us on Zoom and we'll have a little mass action right now. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual mass during the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Father Pat, are you reading the comments, Maria? Okay. <clears throat> Am I the only one who Father thinks Ryan that the and H-E-H-E's at Hall in this scene? Oh, absolutely. That's why I said Legolas um, is pulling a Luke Skywalker, throwing the grenade up uh, in the underbelly of the attic. Look at her. To get awesome. some of the elven rope, throw it between the horses. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Get a snow speeder, wrap it around a couple times. <laughs> Jack, Jack the harpoon at the leg. Francis, do you want to come say hi to our friend? Hey, he told me hi. <laughs> he said hi to Cody. 
He's saying hi to you guys. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey, Francis. Give us CC. They were about to f fulfill the, the prophecy of Macbeth. Of what? Macbeth. So if I remember correctly, the prophecy in the book is not uh, no man can kill him. It's he will not be killed by a man. It's or not like, oh, they're inca like physically incapable of it. It's just like the prophecy of. Yeah, he he's going to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this hobbit go, he is man. He's in need of killing. There you go. Punch him I in the like face. like the way they're. Um, uh, let me find it. <laughs> it's thing. Hey. <laughs> Mr. Pat Witte is. Oh, well. yeah. Okay. So the prophecy was spoken by Glorfindel. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's awesome. awesome. We're about to have the far green country. Oh, yeah, yeah. Second. Oh, yeah, I gotta, gotta, gotta listen to that. So good. Such far, a good scene. Far green country. Oh, yeah. For those of you that uh, have just Wait, joined Cody. us. Wait, it's the best scene. Or, well, my favorite. Cody, something's happening with okay. our children, with our offspring. It's such a serious moment. All turns to silver glass. Alright. We're at two hours and 44 minutes, 45 minutes in the return of the what king. What is a swift sunrise? Welcome, Justin. Nice to have you, bro. I love the theme that they, they Mr. Pat Witty. I don't know if you heard. Hey, Mr. Pat. Oh, that was a good. We're at but two hours and 45 minutes. Seriously, does anyone okay. want to tell me what a swift sunrise is exactly? Like, so <laughs> or, why, or why a swift sunrise? I guess sunrise? A, a morning where you don't have to work really, really hard in the morning, so it feels like it's going slow. <laughs> Father Brad Doyle's joined us as well. Or maybe a short back. night. Father Brad. I'll be back. Okay, we're going to tell us a prophecy from Glorfindel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the actual wording is, uh, far off yet is his doom, and not by the hand of man will he fall. So those of y'all just joined us, we were talking about how it's a uh, reference to Shakespeare's Macbeth that no man can kill this witch king. Hey, Savannah's joined us. Hey, Savannah. Savannah, yeah, people. The most viewers we've had all day. I also think this scene is kind of a, uh, though obviously a warrior type is a Marian kind of depiction by severing the head of the snake. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If only she nice. stomped on it with her foot when she did it. Yeah, good kick, good Step on the head and then cut the neck. <laughs> and he sh shall bite the heel. She clearly knows. Hey, and he gets. Well, I guess he's the one who gets stabbed in the face, in the skull. <laughs> they both get sculled. 
Yeah, they said they had a crane that was swinging that thing. <laughs> yeah, the mace or whatever cool. it's called. That makes sense. That thing is huge. Yeah. Well, I would have thought they probably had like a that it was probably not as heavy as it looks, but I guess not. Ouchies. Yeah, this is affiliate for Mary. I know you were talking about Asgillius before. Yeah. This is why it's strategic. If they captured Asgillius, they could get troops from upriver and bring them into the battle. Yeah. yeah. Basically, a Inchon invasion. <laughs> His facial expression. It would have been great if, like, they had jumped off and they were like. Uh, We've got all these guys, guys. Guys. <laughs> Where are all the troops? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love this Gimli line. Yeah, that's good see how overpowered this is? Like, oh, the ghosts are here. I guess we can all stop fighting now. Yeah, like, what's the point of everybody still working? Yeah, but in the book, they bring actual soldiers, so they still need to fight their way through. Which, what exactly are the dead soldiers supposed to... That's the cursed souls of the, the people who betrayed... Isildur. Right, but like... But right, what do they represent? But like, is there any... any the resurrection of the dead. The deus ex machina. <laughs> yeah. The king returns and he calls the dead from their tombs. Oh, yeah. In right. the face. Yeah, the crucifixion, many of the graves of the dead were opened. And yeah. ghosts walked Jerusalem. And killed people. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I just love that they're counting this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm just going to count how many we kill. Maybe if they weren't so green, you know. God, this guy is fully metastasized. <laughs> Refuses to go down, too. God, yeah. Come on, girl. You crawled that far. You stopped, like, two inches short of the... He's got bodies to climb over. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he needs to go vertical now. Yeah. He looks like the Toxic Avenger. Does anybody remember those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this part. Legos is just like, yeah, I got this. No big deal. <laughs> it's cool. Bella could do that. <laughs> there like, you go. He's like, this is my favorite. Hey, Jesse, welcome, brother. These things have like three sets of tusks. Yeah. So we are currently at <laughs> two hours and 49 <laughs> minutes into... um. The Return of the King, two hours and 49 minutes where we're at the part where Legolas is <laughs> about to swinging around on an oliphant. Because why not? Why not? Are, on, on my in 20 minutes, we'll have been going nine hours. No, we've already I mean, been uh, going nine hours. Twelve hours. Learn how to count, Scott. <laughs> this is why you don't know, right? when, when I originally like calculated how long this was going to take, I definitely was having issues with knowing like that 9 a.m. tonight, like how long 12 hours is basically. <laughs> like I, I am a college graduate and stuff. 
Still only counts as one. Half as hard. <laughs> and. I need a little breather after all this. Yeah. Just Imagine how freaked out the people of Gondor are. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, there's ghosts. <laughs> what? Oh, you know what this is? <laughs> this is not better. You know what this is? It's worse. The driver of the Olipot yeah. looks like the Sinbad, uh, Sinbad the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> True. This is uh, the the dead armies, the angel of death that you know passes over, doesn't pass over your house. There you go. Nice. It's still bothering me that I can't think of the name of the captain in Titanic, so I'm going to look <laughs> it up. Honestly, I'm a little surprised. I know. We watched that movie all the time when we were younger. I didn't watch it. I talked about it. <laughs> I didn't get to see it until I was like. I think like 18, which was a, a fair bit after it came out. Yeah. Uh, cool but I was scene. Titanic like lore and stuff. Titanic lore had actually happened. Exactly. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> You're right. But the stories <laughs> that are involved. The story. Yeah. James Cameron actually directed a documentary, guys. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh. is that James Cameron? Smith. It's, mm -hmm. it's Captain Smith. It just didn't okay. feel right when I was saying it. Is it really Captain Smith? It is. Yeah, he went and married Pocahontas after the iceberg. That makes yeah. sense. I don't think his name was John, but... You don't know. think. We can know. <laughs> we can know. Cody said we'll never know. I'm like, but we can. <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. Full name of Captain of the Titanic. Uh, was it James? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. His name's Bernard Hill, though. Yeah. Bernard. I like how you said it the, the English way. Yeah. Bernard Montgomery. Bernard. Oh, he's staring not at her anymore. Edward. Edward Smith. Mm. Edward. Relation. How is it spelled? Like Edward. Yeah. <laughs> Is it spelled E D W A R D or E D O U R D? Eduardo Smitho. Eduardo. W. Okay, thank you. I'd be like, let's wait and make sure they don't have any more reinforcements. <laughs> That's what Gimli says. Yeah. Well, I just meant like, let's wait like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movie's almost over, people. <laughs> yeah, guys, come on, it's almost over. It's still got like two hours. What you talking about? <laughs> Oh, the driver looks like Sinbad the comedian. I thought you were saying the mama lick, mama kill looks like. Sinbad. Oh, I was like, doesn't have that many piercings. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> man. Those uh, elven brooches, like, never get a scratch on them. Yeah. Look, they're wearing the same shirt as Jean-Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep... Game Gondor. 
<laughs> John Paul went and bought a shirt to match my necklace. Yeah. <laughs> that I was wearing before you even got your necklace. So yeah. JK. Very forward thinking. Yeah, you planned okay. ahead, John Paul. The, Good job. The king. Wait, time out. She died. You will have the hands of a healer. Well, he take care of this. But that was the thing. Yeah. That I didn't like about the extended where they made the whole scene with her crawling away from cancer face, for lack of a better word. <laughs> the toxic but, uh, Avenger. <laughs> because like after they kill the Witch King, both Mary and Eowyn were supposed to like fall into this trance. Like it yeah. took everything out of them. Yeah. And well, only Aragorn could it. heal it's it. It's not immediate. They yeah. fade into it because Mary like wanders off into the city of Gondor or in yeah. administrative and he's just like drunk and like falling all over the place. Not and drunk, yeah. Look, he's got the ring of bear here as he's healing. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is Liv Tyler's song. Yeah. Oh, turn it up, crank it. So oh, we can't because then we very high falsetto. Is that? Am I right? Is that the right voice range? Yeah, falsetto. For a guy, it's falsetto. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the for, for ranges are for soprano, probably, huh? Yeah, maybe so. Like an alto soprano. Again, with that's the actually, I mean, that's soprano, but it's not like crazy high soprano. I'd say that's a fairly normal range for a soprano. Have they met, or are they just like, hey, I'm no, in... Faramir and Eowyn have not met before. Okay. No, it's such Faramir. an abbreviated, like, meeting in the movies. It's like a P Disney princess yeah. experience. There's like, like a whole yeah. actor hey. to them in the book. But they have to unite the kingdoms, it's so... Like, yep. Unite the clans. Hey, girl, I heard you got injured. Uh, me too. My dad tried to kill me. I, I too have done this. <laughs> Why do you smell like kerosene? <laughs> this is a cool moment. They changed this on the extended version because it was daylight, right? In the regular version. I don't remember. Yeah, it was daylight, and for some reason they changed it to nighttime. That's crazy. What a detail. Well, to show how long he's been looking for him. Hmm. Yeah. It's like an afterthought, though. Like, we messed this up. An extended, <laughs> we'll just fix it. Yeah. There you go. Doom, 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 doom. This does not look good. It's mm -hmm. not this is not the Houses of Healing. <laughs> no. Quite the opposite. It's Taser Face. Quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say before. When like, Taser Face. <laughs> I wonder, like, who like, made that, like, their Twitter handle or something. Because you know somebody did. Yeah. Mm. You know, I want to look that up, and I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> Everybody hear me okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I switch, I'm switching microphones every every now and then. So. How many different staffs has Gandalf had and microphones has Eric had? Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, did anybody answer that one? How many different staffs? Yeah. I think Maria guessed two. 
Way there was a guess on. for two and a guess for three. I know that much, but uh, it, the card at least says three. Makes sense. Maria said two. Father Kyle said three. But I mean, yeah, he does miraculously recover his staffs because he never should have broke it in the first place for this one. But yeah. <laughs> So what happened to his pipe if he lost his staff? That's sad. Lost that too. <laughs> yes. I knew, right? That's the sad part of all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. That's why Gandalf became friends with the hobbits in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I go through so many pipes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta oh. wonder if he was the one that hey be like, hey, farmer maggot, why don't you uh, switch to growing this kind of leaf? <laughs> Forget mushrooms, man. The real money is in tobacco. Known <laughs> as Mithrandir to some and Philip Morris to others. <laughs> so that was pretty much the orcs and the orcai just like destroyed each other. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Uh, this was orcs. This was the. um Minas Morgul orcs and the uh, Mordor orcs. Uh, they really have some fractious... Well, that's the whole idea, is they fight amongst themselves so much. Like evil always... The snake, the snake always bites its tail. Yeah. Was, this level was pretty interesting to go through, too, in the video game. Yeah. Because he had all the... He had all the... Like, they had goblins instead of uh, orcs. So you had the goblins and the orcs fighting each other, and you're just like going through, just stabbing them <laughs> and knocking over braziers and setting them on fire and stuff. Like the brazier that floated between the sacrifice of Abraham. <laughs> that, can, you always, that, can you always put a reference? <laughs> or or the, the bronze brazier and the tabernacle of Moses yeah. that everybody always says brazier. <laughs> when, when reading the that passage. <laughs> every single time <laughs> and a flaming brazier passed <laughs> between the sacrifice that's pretty sweet <laughs> as a guy not gonna lie that's pretty sweet <laughs> look see there were feminists in the old testament too <laughs> <laughs> Can we just admire the light fixtures they have in Mordor? That's, yeah, all right. Right. That's pretty sweet. The architectural restoration people need to get on this. <laughs> like Bring Chip back and Joanna. the Mordor style. Fixer <laughs> <laughs> uppers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. So hey, we're here with Fixer Upper, and we're uh, hanging out in uh, Mas Orgel here. And uh, uh, yeah, we're going to bring back a more uh, open, open uh, area style here, and uh, maybe add a few braziers everywhere. Going to axe a few walls. <laughs> axe a few walls down. Soot colored walls are really in this season. <laughs> <laughs> and Chip Gaines shows up. I love demolition. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Baradur collapses when they throw the ring in. Yeah, it's Chip demo Gaines. day. Chip Gaines is... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can, we, can we appreciate this scene also? Okay. So, so 
we'd said earlier that Bilbo was the only one to freely give up the ring, but Sam just did too, right? Technically, he oh, didn't yeah. give it up. Frodo tore, r- grabbed it from his hand. I or really like still handing it to him. He was he was, he was doing that before, and then he pulled it back. Right. But I feel like Sam was more hesitating out of a fear for what it does to Frodo than yeah. Uh, it was. That's what it was initially, but in the book, it explains how it becomes like him wanting to, you know, the temptation of the ring. Didn't uh, Sam have to go to the Undying Lands because he's a ring bearer? It's not official, but I have, yep. the, there's, you know, theories about that. And I want to talk about that when we get to the Into the West song at the oh, end. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Save that thought. <laughs> put a pin in it. I really liked it in the <laughs> book, and in. I wish we kind of got a little bit more of that was when Sam was carrying the ring and he was looking for Frodo, this whole train of thought that he has of like, man, if I took this, I could transform Mordor and turn it into this massive garden. And then he's like, yeah. nah, I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we lose the awesomeness of Sam that he actually is a ring bearer also mm-hmm. and had to deal with all that. I just really would have liked a little bit more into his his thoughts yeah for that what his temptation was yeah and it's hard to give his thoughts when he's alone you know because yeah. he's no one to bounce yeah. them off he's turned into Gollum, just starts talking to himself about gardening yeah yeah no one will get my potatoes precious we're at three hours and four minutes and two the return of the king uh, three Part hours, four two. minutes, and 28 seconds. Oh, you are here. Oh, wow. I can do my plus yes. 10 seconds. So I, I love the um, the Mordor scene where they're, like, going through Mordor. Not scene, but the whole part of the book where they're going through Mordor. Because I think it's just such a great explanation or analogy of grace in our lives. How I, We touched on this a little earlier, but how uh, everything they do is just, okay, we just need to take this next step. And sometimes it's literally just taking a step. Yeah. Like it's, they're just so beaten and worn. It's, it's kind of like on the, the, the Princess Bride where it's like, good night, I'll probably kill you in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we'll probably die tomorrow. So let's just see how far we can get right now. And it's like just little bits of grace, just keep pushing them and give them what they need at every little step of the way through Mordor. And then eventually, you know, they meet Gollum and all that good stuff and ties into what we were talking about before. But it just, he hits grace. Like he um, visualizes grace and in, in through suffering in such a beautiful way. Yeah, I mean, you, you get that imagery. Mordor's great imagery for hell, the dark night of the soul, desolation, you know, all those, all those drynesses. Yeah. Father well, Kyle's saying uh, it's a great part of the book. I'm assuming he's talking about Sam. Uh, with the ring. I'm assuming he's talking about Sam and not Legolas's line of a diversion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's such a great part of the book. They're standing around. They're like, hey, let's do the thing. Oh, yeah. Anybody's like, I really want to do the thing. <laughs> I really want to do the thing, Hannibal. <laughs> I, I'd love this scene too, where he's just like goading Sauron. Yeah, yeah, take the bait. Come on. It happens a little differently, but yeah, it's more successful in the book. Yeah, and it happens at Helm's Deep. 
Although, speaking of the Palantir, we do, in the movie, you do miss the whole idea of uh, um, Denethor. Doesn't he die grasping the Palantir? So yeah. anyone who looks in the Palantir, all they see is like his shriveled hands and face, like mm-hmm. staring at him, at you. I've got um, a chapter from the Mount Doom chapter. I mean, I have an excerpt from the Mount Doom chapter that gives you some Eucharistic insight into the Lambus. Yeah. You mind if I read it real fast? Go for it. Go for it. As for himself, the weary and under a shadow of fear, Sam still had some strength left. The Lambus had a virtue without which they would long ago have lain down to die. It did not satisfy desire, and at times Sam's mind was filled with the memories of food and the longing for simple bread and meats. And yet this waybread of the elves had a potency that increased as travelers relied on it alone and did not mingle it with other foods. It fed the will and it gave strength to endure and to master sinew and limb beyond the measure of mortal kind. Nice. I thought that was uh, similar to what you were saying about Sam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's making a move. That was fast, dude. Yeah, fast mover. Wow. She's still grieving over Aragorn. <laughs> he's, he's her bounce back guy, you know? Aragorn. <laughs> Don Jason. Is your rebound, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, rebound. That's it. <laughs> you don't get the king, but you get the captain. <laughs> she, she's failing upward. <laughs> that's not a tomato plant, is it? So you know how the mor- murder hornets are uh, moving in and stuff. What? There's murder hornets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the media has spoken nothing of this. My, my friend Andrew. <laughs> we need a new pandemic, quick. <laughs> Thanks for the Andrew just sent this. Just sent this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Sniper monkey. Sniper monkey. <laughs> <laughs> if you can read it backwards, <laughs> it says the next wave. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take it. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> monkey snipers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's that crazy monkey that lives in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a show I've ever seen, Ashton. That's amazingly lucky how these guys get through this. Yeah, providential. Providential, yes. Almost like it was in the script. <laughs> got to think. It's not like they're. The the orcs are looking for an infiltrator. They're just assuming, oh, these guys slacking off. Get them back right. online. Like they're also not the brightest. So I think it's more lucky that they don't faint half the way through. We need to get get some of that drink that's not ugluck. <laughs> yeah, ugluck. <laughs> I really like some of the designs of the orcs too. Like back during the battle at Minas Tirith, there was the guy who was who was like the catapult captain or whatever. And he had like he had his helmet on, and there was this like shrunken head on top yeah. of the helmet. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's his baby too. doll. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. like who thinks of that? <laughs> and it had pockets. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the and the head had a pocket in it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can tell that the costume people much preferred the elves because they all had the same thing on. These guys, they got to think of a thousand different designs. Right, yeah. yeah. They just kind of hobble things together. Yeah. Look at that eye. Oh, this guy. Oh, dang. Like, if his eye would had just opened then, what was he doing before? When in doubt, start a fight. Best way to start a fight. Yeah, you can just fall down. You don't have to stand up anymore. I noticed them from that far away. It's taking him like 20 minutes to get up this hill. <laughs> this hill. Well, he's carrying the torch the whole way. <laughs> run away! Run away! Run away! Run away! <laughs> make a whole lot of sense to me that like they were more the center of attention in that moment than they had been the whole time and sam's carrying like a thousand pots and pans dangling right? yeah good dunk good dunk, good dunk. <laughs> where'd they go where'd you get those <laughs> the man loves his cookware <laughs> he's, yeah. go. <laughs> he's like bert from mary poppins <laughs> oh geez. that's what rolling a nat one on your stealth check looks like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Natty one. I've been here on Google Earth. You can go to Google Earth and see Mordor. My wife is well traveled. Yeah, I went to Hobbiton too. All <laughs> cool. Yeah. In quarantine. Like the day in the life. The sites where they filmed them, or do you mean yeah, like they have a? Yeah, I mean there's a, a mountain called. In New Zealand. Yeah. Like. Care, care, Mount Nagwabla. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good pronunciation of it, I think. Nagwaruho. Nagwaruho. Yeah, and you can go there. I'm pretty sure it's Maori. <laughs> it's, it's either the language of the Maori or the sheep of New Zealand. There's no fire coming out. <laughs> it was a little disappointing. It's, it's dormant. Majorly disappointing. <laughs> we'll we'll tour Vesuvius next. God, he does not look good. Really good throw. Did you see that? How did they have the strength to do that? It's, uh, it's supper time. Look at all his pots. Oh, it is supper time. We're missing supper. Oh, nine nine oh. two. The eat. hobbits are all very disappointed in us. It's supper. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. The missing distance. meals left and right. We're fasting so in camaraderie with Fredo and Sam. Oh, you want this? Oh, yeah. Supper. Not Mini me. donuts. Yeah. The, so um, every, the rings. every couple of weeks, we, a friend of ours, uh, he goes to like the Dale bakery shop thing and gets a whole pallet, like six foot high of bread, like, you know, uh, past his expiration date. To feed to his chickens, and he brings me what he can't poss what his chickens can't possibly consume. A lot like of times, powdered donuts. <laughs> well, nice. I can't possibly consume powdered donuts. I got we got like <laughs> muffins, tasty and tasty cakes this time. So, I I appreciated what Ashton said about them being rings. <laughs> Not go unappreciated. <laughs> yeah, I love the scene in the book when they're marching to Mordor. And uh, they get close to Mordor and like 
half the party just or half the company just freaks out. But instead of going home, they're like, okay, there's an outpost a few miles over there. Y'all go secure that outpost so that you're not, you know, stuck in your shame of not being able to follow through with the task. Like here, here, here's a, a manly way out. <laughs> what is it? This is on the musical? No, in the book. They, oh. they get to a point going to Mordor where they're like, the, I guess the Nazgul are flying over them or something and they get scared and they send like a thousand people or something to go and secure this outpost. Like, okay, go do, go do your duty over there. I like in the animated one where uh, where they get to this point the where there's a whip. Oh man, I, was, I think about that every time the line of orcs comes around. Yeah, there, I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> uh, it's such a great song. <laughs> That's what there's Bilbo a... Baggins hates. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see That's a great Frodo song too. Playing. You see Frodo doing that. Yeah. There's been this fly on our TV screen for the last hour that neither Cody or I has had the initiative to go get rid of. So just now Frodo was going Roll like, initiative. Swatting at the fly on your TV screen. Yeah, it's It did That's not funny. deter the fly. The fly is still sitting there. Nice. So right here could have been a bad moment for the fellowship. Look at that fall, though. I wonder how many takes they need to do to get that right. Yeah. So if you watch, I think it's in somewhere in one of the special features of the actual DVDs or something. They talk about how this scene was supposed to be like a lead up to the Battle of the Black Gate because initially they had put Sauron like reincarnated back in his Dark Lord form to what? fight Aragorn. And at the last minute they were like, no, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. And then... <laughs> They put a cave troll instead. <laughs> yeah, that... they not do that because it's not in the book, basically. Because, or... Yeah, basically it would be like there's no way so far outside the canon. Right, there's well, no way it would be on the book, but it would be going against an already established thing in the book. Yeah, the fact that he cannot take a physical form. But why not? I mean, he connection. Can do it that's cool. he doesn't have ring. He needs the ring to do it. Oh, so like um, oh. like okay, this, more, basically. The, um, yeah. The the tomato is a a gross scene, but this is like yeah. Oh, yeah. Been eating some rotten tomatoes. So who's this guy? Isn't he significant somehow? He's the, the mouth of Sauron. Mordor. <laughs> Trivia question: What other movie does Samwise star in, where there's another character called Mouse? Is <laughs> what the Goonies? Goonies. <laughs> the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I saw this, I thought this guy was hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's uh, like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when y'all were talking about like imagining Christopher Walken. In the Lord of the Rings, I was like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> you would be perfect here." Hey, hey, you guys, <laughs> what are you doing here in Mordor? I mean, you come over here, the Lord Sauron, and he's like, "Hey, you know, wondering why you're here." <laughs> what are you doing? Check out this miserable shirt we got here. I mean, come on. Silence. <laughs> 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 and all that, you know. 
he did Gandalf. He did. <laughs> like, how did they do that mouth? Like, that's not a normal mouth. CGI. <laughs> I didn't notice that, Mary. Which, ironically, <laughs> that CGI mouth looks normal, a lot better than Henry Cavill's. <laughs> oh. Well, it looks like they almost just took a normal, like a guy with a kind of weird mouth and made it bigger on his face, you know? This is the technology yeah. developed for the Queen of Hearts in oh. Alice in Wonderland. Hey, Father yeah. Trey. Father Trey Angie is doing it. Hey, Father Trey. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. How are you? Yeah. I agree. He's the, he's the this guy from Pan's Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. So we are, it's been a while since we've given an update. They just cut off the weird mouth dude's head. Yeah, Aragorn just- Ah, uh, not that far. <laughs> the black gates are opening. I mean, those I are- I think fun. this is my favorite- Awesome part. gate. Part. I think Aragorn's speech, yeah, is my favorite. It so got we're close to Braveheart. three hours. How is it possible that we're three hours and 20 minutes into this movie? It does not feel like we've been sitting here for three hours, much less. It's the magic of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, we passed the twelve-hour mark. Air hey. Wait until Woo. wait until after we get uh, or past the uh, the, the destruction of the ring and, and the wrap-up of the movie, where there's an hour to go. <laughs> Especially with all the fake endings. Uh, that yeah. Thing at the gate reminds him of a monster in a. Guillermo del Toro film. Yeah, I said that's what we're talking about the Pan's Labyrinth creature yeah. thing. Mm, lean in, guys. And he's such a soft spoken guy. So I'm sure he had to practice this a mm, lot. He's a Dane. Not this day. <laughs> Do you think they have like like people who are like transcribing it to people further back? You know what, what I mean? mean? Like That's someone who's like. What he said? Oh yeah. What he said? Pass it back, Ags. <laughs> right. Like, wait, it's this guy. There's a guy who's saying this. He's saying that we shouldn't fight today. <laughs> what? Eric, wait, it wasn't yesterday or the day before yesterday. <laughs> Are we breaking bonds of fellowship? What's happening? <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> He said that we should break faith and not have courage. What? <laughs> what is that? Uh, holiday vacation? No. European vacation? <laughs> the 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 one seat? No, it's not the National Lampoons. The um, holiday. Oh, what is it? Dan Aykroyd's in it. Uh, it's got Spies the bear. It, it's the scene where the, the great outdoors. Guy, great outdoors. Great outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good Where one. John Candy's in the, in the uh, on the skis, and he's like, "You be, <laughs> you be, 
go faster. <laughs> he says, go faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, he like starts out on the pier and they yeah. rip him off. Or have y'all seen um, that Madagascar movie? It's like the sequel to Madagascar. What's it called? Madagascar 2. Yeah, that's my guess. <laughs> and and then like, Rebo. They're in the airplane thing, and they're they're sending yeah. something down the chain of monkeys. <laughs> yeah. They're like, turn, turn away, we're gonna die, and they, and they pass it down. And they're like, keep going. <laughs> Whoa, Cody! Right? They send down. There must be some other way, and the monkeys pass it down. They're like, keep going. There's no other way. <laughs> keep it up. I haven't seen Madagascar in like forever too. Well, and this is the second one, not the. Oh, right, right. The, the one after the first one, but before the second one, mm. third one. <laughs> Where somehow the New York, la- the old lady from New York ends up in Africa, too. Yeah, like, yes, that it's pretty one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only scene I remember. Oh, it's called Escape to Africa. That's yeah. Like the scene. <clears throat> the hazel thicket. He just wanted to have a shout out to my Aunt Debbie, who just like joined up, it looks like. Deb yeah, Monroe, Debbie. hi. <laughs> the Debster. Deborama. Deborama. All right, I'm going to use that now. <laughs> He's gone. Aunt Deborama. No. Oh, wait. Absolutely. I just got a notification that she's not my aunt anymore on Facebook. <laughs> 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 oh, make it in the dark. Oh. <laughs> We're at the part of the movie where <laughs> things Proto, got weird. Proto says something about naked in the dark. The caption. We have captions on. So all that was on the screen was naked in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Waking eyes. I, I gotta turn these captions on. This is there's some hilarious ones apparently. for <laughs> you, out of context, absolutely. <laughs> I love the theme music. Sam, what a beast! Mm-hmm. What a beast! Into the basketball everywhere and beautiful. The swell of the score and the like. Mm-hmm. The wind, so good. billowing in his hair. I want to star in Stranger Things season three. (laughs) Sauron growling. We're at the three hour, 25 minute mark of, or almost 326 of Return of the King. And we are in the final hour of our quest. Final hour. It's the final her glory. Oh, what is a lesser? What? A lesser. A Oh, yeah. yeah. He is. He's a lesser. He is. That's another name that he has. Like, it's his name for once he becomes king. Our Alexa answered. Well, she said, I'm sorry. I don't know how to answer that. I'm sorry, Dave. She is so useless. I tell her that all the time. Whoa. <laughs> oh, if, trampled. If there's a robot apocalypse coming next, I'm blaming you. Like, <laughs> really harsh with I Alexa. always tell her, like, Mary. <laughs> I'm like, Alexa, that is unhelpful. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> Alexa, 
Alexa, you're awesome. Thank you for your help. You're welcome. <laughs> she said you're welcome. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> when we all get started wiped out by Terminators. <laughs> the Alexa 1000. Cody, you were always <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her, like, skip this song, it's garbage. And Cody's like, you didn't need to tell her that. Like, you could have just told her to skip the song. Like, I told her I wanted Audrey Assad. This is not Audrey Assad. Hey, <laughs> Assad, what the heck? Smingle lied. Oh, no. Yeah, so what was the. Um... Oh, nice. J at any of the book people, do y'all remember precisely what the the swear he made him do? Like, if you, uh, like, if you betray us, I'll. I thought it was something like, if you betray us, like, I'll throw you into f the flame or something. Oh yeah, it was something happened. like uh, it was like absolutely specific to what actually <laughs> happened. Yeah, it was. It was dead on. <laughs> I, dead I on. do not recall the specific wording, but that sounds right. Because they talk about, like, you swore yeah. on the precious, I lied, and then look what happens. <laughs> yep. Ouch. Yeah, curses are taken seriously around here. Yeah, oaths yeah. and doodles and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. The army of the undead will... Uh... I don't see how it could be that hard to keep Smeagol at bay, because, or Gollum at bay. Cause, like, oh, he's like, he's scrapping. He's a spider monkey. Yeah, he's they they harp a lot on how he's a lot stronger than his form looks like he should be. You know, that's something that's surprised us when we had kids is like <laughs> <laughs> their muscles are like as strong as <laughs> if not stronger. They're tiny, like the the humans they are tiny, but like they have a physical strength that is very disarming. Yeah, pull ups on our refrigerator. Yeah. This is the song that plays when you open your refrigerator? No, Seppi does pull-ups on his refrigerator. Oh, yeah, he does. He's up-downs. Oh, eagles. We have, it's really nice of them to have put a door. I know, right? I mean, when they said it was forged in Mount Doom, they meant, like, in Mount Doom. So. <laughs> Gotta get some way to get in there. We've made it, guys. Like, how do you? But how do you forge right there, though? <laughs> yeah. It's like there's no equipment or anything like that. It's just like there's a ring. The lava levels gone down. Lava levels gone. Yeah. What? Do it, Frodo. Throw it in the fire. Cast into the fire. Neo. Let it go. <laughs> Sorry. The ring's like, please don't let me go. <laughs> please hold on to me. I like climate controlled environments. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> <clears throat> and want to be in nuggets. <laughs> Father Kyle says you forge very carefully. <laughs> uh, standing too close to the edge. Eagle Frodo. 
Uh-oh. All you get from the beginning of Fellowship is just Sauron just standing there at the edge of that cliff. He just goes, that's yeah. it. <laughs> that's all you need to do. Ring. <laughs> he really broke that chain. Yeah. Well, I think the ring wanted it to break. Smile. <laughs> Who puts a ring on their index finger? Frodo. And Sauron. Uh, Sauron? <laughs> like, of all the fingers to get bitten off, you have to pick like the one of the most important ones on your hand. Yeah, sacrifice. If he put on his pinky, he wouldn't be that, that bad off after all this. <laughs> Can we also talk about the immense heat that should be in this room right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They should be caught on fire. Some yeah. conviction. Well, we already established how fire doesn't affect people. Yeah. <laughs> also, the challenge for the filmmakers right here, Ugh. where he's invisible and wrestling. And try not to avoid humor. I tell our kids all the time, don't jump around and wrestle on the edge of a chasm of lava. With an invisible person. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? That's good advice. That is good <laughs> advice. You never know. Do they listen? No. Uh, Why didn't he pull the ring off? Ah, there's Why a finger, guys. Yeah. He didn't have any palm olive. <laughs> <laughs> Like just why would that be your immediate inclination? Like, and he didn't even bite it off at the point where the ring would be. Right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. I just noticed that. Just making a point. <laughs> there we are. Look. Right there. Uh-huh, point her finger. Uh, right there. Don't get it stuck on your finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to get it on your eye. <laughs> <laughs> at the top knuckle. Oh, watch out. He's going to be heavy on your chest. I should have just faded to black at this point for a few seconds and let us think maybe this is the end of the movie. I mean, <laughs> they fade to black like five times before it's actually the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel I remember like sitting in the theater like after watching all of the movies just being like, wait, this can't be it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> hey, Chelsea, welcome. Oh, someone has returned. Colby is back. Douglas MacArthur. Oh, Colby. Colby's back. Colby's back. Colby's back. Oh, You're at the end of all back. things. <laughs> the Eagles. <laughs> Bye. Oh. oh. <laughs> Hurry, Colby. You're going to miss something. Oh, also, <laughs> you, you wouldn't sink into lava like it's water. No. It's Water like, is lava is immensely more dense than you are. You would skitter around on the top of lava like butter in a pan. Oh, and, yeah, <laughs> and be caught on fire. Maria just gave a good point. She, he was holding the ring, so the weight of it would have been pushing him down. Um, well, he did have some velocity going into it. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, acid. I've seen the yeah. Tommy Lee Jones yeah. classic movie Volcano. <laughs> I know how it works sinking into lava. Oh, okay. Remember the or guy the, jumping uh, off the subway car with the to get the boy to safety? He throws the boy to yeah. safety and like slowly. Well, he melts was like, that, was that Tommy Lee Jones or was that Harrison Ford? Tommy Lee Jones, I think. I thought it was Harrison Ford. Uh, Dante's Peak with Piers Brosnan? Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. 
Now we got to do it. I don't know. I have to ask the IMDb. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We can't see you. We can't see you. You look like your name. Come on. Oh, there it is. Why would this cause the orcs first, though? What? I get that. I get that the orcs and everything were getting their orders from Sauron, but it doesn't seem like they just stopped fighting instantaneously. Is a power of will. Yeah. So there's actually a really cool. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's Brosnan, but uh, I guess uh, Harrison Ford was in it. Dante's Peak. Yeah. So the way he describes what it feels like when uh, it's actually when Frodo puts on the ring until you know he dies. Uh, he describes it as like all of the the warriors of Mordor just feel like they've suddenly been forgotten about and abandoned by Sauron. So they just instantly lose, they like instantly fall into this despair of like, oh, well, we're done now. <laughs> He's no longer caring about us. <laughs> that was the only hope we had. That's what uh, kind of, they react like oh, Denethor. Start running off a cliff. Did he care about them at all from the beginning, or was he just using them? He cared about, not cared about them, but held it them. It was utilitarian at best. Yep. He was draw. He was in control of their will. <laughs> and they slowly start to notice the erupting volcano. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's been there this whole time. And then the ground just gives away conveniently around everybody. That's a good guy. Yeah. Which this is like the plains of Moab. This is like the blood on the doorpost. Yeah. Yeah, there's the doorposts. Man. Like, like the ground swallowed him up in the apostasy of Moab. Yeah. Was I thought that was the golden calf. Yeah, the apostasy of the plains of Moab. <laughs> I thought the apostasy in the plains of Moab was that whole awkward uh temple prostitute incident. No, that dude got speared. Right. That's oh, the that's one on the Ark of the Covenant. The one where the the priest took. That's the apostasy in the plains of. Phineas Moab. stabs through like the dude and the prostitute. Like. Right. Are you talking about the Tamara uh, that's ripped into pieces and sent to the four corners of Israel? No. Um, I'm pretty sure the po- apostasy on the plains of Moab. I'm looking it up. I'm pretty sure that that was the thing where the the, the priest took the prostitute into the. Into the Holy of Holies. I think Moab's what's surrounding Sinai. What's that? So for those of you that just... Um, <laughs> Ashton went there on Google Earth. I went to Sinai. Three hours and 37 minutes and 54 seconds. Part two. Thanks for joining us, Colby. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Got the kickoff and then I'm going to help those... <laughs> Bookend, yeah. Boom. Hey, speaking of which, are you going to play D&D with us or what? I want to. Um, and luckily, I just finished my most busy semester for grad school. Congratulations. Wow, nice. There you go. Hey, that's that, that's where that cookie cake should go. It should go to Kobe, <laughs> don't you guys? <laughs> so I'll start hey, classes yeah. again, but I'm only taking one at a time now. So it'll be a lot easier. 
Okay, cool. Because we're play, we're playing on Mondays if you're available Monday at least. I I'm actually taking off work this Monday, so yes. There right. we go. Oh. All right, we'll have to roll you up something. Okay, so I left early this morning, so now you have to give me a synopsis of the whole day. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they did a lot of walking. Well, uh, do you hate Theoden or Faramir more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is really that tough question. That was 50% of the day. That was about 70% of what we talked about. <laughs> Father Kyle says congrats, Colby. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I haven't been able to chat back up yet. <laughs> Fake ending number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I do remember watching that. Like, what What the heck? Why does it keep I'm going? like, oh, thank God there's more. Yeah, because it just comes right up to where they right exactly were. Yeah. Also, yeah, well, because, like, there's that brief moment where it's black and the music starts where I'm just like, don't you dare show credits. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> yep. That Trinity of Eagle. Gandalf riding in on an eagle. So good. I think at this point, Guajir's got to be like, what the heck, dude? Yeah, every time. I got to bail you out every (laughs) time. (laughs) What am I, a plot device? (laughs) (laughs) How uncomfortable has that got to be on your neck? It just... Better than a big crick in the neck. (laughs) So JP and and, uh, Joseph, why... Why didn't they just take the eagles in to begin with? Yeah. Do you know that oh, there is actually an entire fan theory? Fly, you fools. Where everybody says, fly, you fools. Gandalf's like, meet the eagles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you've seen the, how it should have ended, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Somebody <laughs> yeah. might have died. <laughs> you know I mean, you, you fly into a place that has orcs in the tens of thousands who all have bows yeah. and nine flying ring wraiths. What could yeah, go wrong? Yeah. yeah, but there's more eagles in race, so they'd be okay. Look, right. a prosthetic nose. Make a distraction <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah. Normal noses aren't wizard enough, maybe? Normal noses. Watching this scene, I remember being like, why are they reacting like this? And then I remembered like, oh yeah, Frodo has no idea that these guys are still alive. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, right. you didn't watch the movie? <laughs> uh, I'm so where happy been? Like, Where have you been, man? Crazy eye, Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird reaction too. It's the prosthetics. Yeah, the, the inflammation. Yes. What's weird is how they're coming in one at a time. Yeah, <laughs> as on cue. Right, like it was in the script. Like in a way, <laughs> they really shouldn't be pushing yeah. him like that. He's got to be really frail still. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. rib crack. <laughs> yeah, what I did about bouncing on beds, Hobbit. <laughs> they well in the books they all take a bath together so it's <laughs> in separate, very, very Let's celebrate in separate baths bath. yes of course but all at the same time I've missed you let's go take a bath 
they were probably very dirty. Probably. Probably. I think it was like right after Tom Bombadil or Yeah, it was, or no, well, it was before. Lady Black say, number two. That's right, I remember that part. They had went from three. the Shire to their new place. Oh yeah. And then they had a then they had the bath and then they had to take the the path through the forest where Tom Bombadil was. Crick mm-hmm. Hollow. So yeah. Also, so we talked about them setting out on this journey from Rivendell on December twenty fifth. Yeah, the ring is that's destroyed right. on wait, wait, March twenty fifth. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Okay, but what's the significance of March twenty fifth from a religious perspective? Let's go through all the events that happened on March twenty fifth in the Bible. Um, <laughs> the day the world was created, the day Adam and Eve fell, the day a- Abraham would have sacrificed Isaac. The day the Israelites were set free from Egypt, the day of the Annunciation, right? And therefore and, the Incarnation. Right? Yeah, Annunciation, Jesus' conception, Mary's room, and uh, also the day Jesus was crucified. Well, okay, sources. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> well, what, was, what did he say? He said also the day of the crucifixion because we just read something. I, I saying... actually, so um, Catholic Answers has a, a, an article that says that the most likely day for the day of Jesus' crucifixion was actually April 7th. Hmm. I don't know. It's... Tolkien said it was. It's Catholic. I don't know. You're arguing Catholic Answers. You do what you do. Also, also, remember, Tolkien was on the committee that uh, translated the New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem Bible or the Jerusalem Bible. Well, so my big thing is how is March 25th not a holy day of obligation just simply by virtue yeah. of it being the incarnation? It's yeah. the day the word, it's the day we commemorate the word becoming flesh. So right. yeah, we need to celebrate conception, not just birth, right? Right. But then I was thinking probably the reason it wasn't before is because I mean, conception wasn't really understood until like the early, the late end of like the 19th century, I think. Yeah, thanks, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I was. <laughs> wow. Oh, she's that old. Shots are fired. <laughs> so, so, Lord of the Rings, what was the significance of the song Aragorn just sang? Who can answer uh, that? He sang a song? Yeah. He did. Was it a blessing? The King's Blessing? JP, do you remember? Mm-hmm. It's real cute how they did that. It was the it was the same thing that Elendil said when he first set foot on Middle Earth. Oh, that's cool. Is he gonna be like somebody hold this? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Just throws he it off. away and said, "Somebody take this." <laughs> Don't wanna close out. my eyes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> in movies when people kiss and people are like yeah. <laughs> I mean that excellent it doesn't really it happens because yay they're married it doesn't happen they're kissing excellent grand <laughs> show yes I guess I have y'all have you already made that point about how 
the romance really wasn't in the books, but it's been super exaggerated certain parts of the movie. Okay, so I got I got to think about that. <laughs> there are another fatal flaw. Fatal flaw. I just find it interesting. Wait, 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 wait for this one. Wait for this scene. I love this scene. You bow to no one. You bow to no one. I really want to see the significance in their colors, like why they're each wearing a different color vest. Yeah. Because you don't want they're to show hobbits. up to a party. The, the, see, the, the green screen is painfully obvious, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know why Frodo's wearing red. Is it the same reason why two girls can't wear the same dress to prom? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Autism yes. Desire. You gotta wear a different colored vest. <laughs> they haven't really gotten a very good look at Gandalf's shoes. Green, green's ordinary. <laughs> okay. So there are three main romances that are kind of mentioned or followed in the movie and books: Arwen and Aragorn, Faramir and Eowyn, and Sam and Rosie Cotton. In the books, and you know, this is maybe a little bit of a stretch, but I, I'll, I'll stand by it. In the, the amount of time devoted to each of those relationships is flipped from the books and the movies. Like in the movies, Arwen and Aragorn is the most told about of all of the relationships. Then Faramir and uh, uh, Eowyn get like that whole, you know, few scenes and it shows them together at there. But it's not until like the, the very end and then a little bit at the beginning that you see Sam and Rosie. But in the book, it's the complete opposite. Like they mention it a lot more with Sam and Rosie. Faramir and Eowyn have like a whole chapter, so they have a good bit. Uh, but then Arwen and Aragorn, they don't mention anything about it until the very end. Mm-hmm. But I thought, thought that was kind of cool. They're like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's Tolkien crazy. included in the appendices of The Return of the King uh, a, I guess, a chapter, an additional story about their relationship, where yeah, it's like how they met. Head. And then Lord of the Rings, and then what happened after Aragorn? Yeah. Came. He, definitely, he definitely elaborates a lot in the extra. The oh extra, yeah, for sure. So do you think much? that's because, like, so Eowyn doesn't even appear till the second movie, and then you know Rose and Sam are kind of short and stubby, you know, so they're like, we what, need, what? A tall, we need, we need a tall, good-looking oh, wow. man that will span all three movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Just it. speaking. I think of- they put a lot more emphasis on it because of, well, I guess because in the books, it is also a significant thing for Aragorn, but also because of the history with uh, Tolkien himself. Like, Aragorn and Arwen's love story is Tolkien's love story with his wife. Is it? So, Yeah. And Baron and Luthien. The king of- and Baron and Luthien, same thing. Mm-hmm. How is it their story? Tell us. Tell us things. So tombstone. It's, that's true. But in, in both cases, so when Tolkien was a child, uh, his father died in South Africa. They met, moved to uh, England, and a priest took care of his family until his mother died oh, when they were, like, teenagers, young teenagers. And then he took them in and put them in like basically an orphanage, but he was under he was their caretaker. And a young woman was also his in a similar Father situation. Francis Xavier Morgan. Yes, Father Morgan. Um a young woman was also in a similar situation, and they fell in love uh while living in this orphanage situation. 
but Father Morgan like would not allow him to marry her until after he had gotten a job, graduated college, you know, whatever, because he wanted him to like live up to his potential. Yeah. In other words, um, and that's the whole that's the whole thing with Aragorn that Elrond said. <laughs> First of all, Elrond didn't really want him to marry Eowyn or Arwen because that would mean that she wouldn't be going with them to the West. But uh, his whole thing was, if you're going to marry her, you're going to have to become the king of the, of not only Gondor, but Gondor and Arnor. Like, I'm not giving up my daughter for anything less than the unification <laughs> of the two kingdoms. <laughs> so, Scott, you were supposed to put a pin in something, and we we're going to circle back to it. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Into the West song and Frodo and Sam. Yeah. Okay. So, do y'all know the word? Like, have y'all listened to Into the West and, like, actually listened to the words? No. Okay. If you haven't, first off, you should. It's beautiful and awesome. Uh, especially after you read the books. It's just... Give me homework. It almost made me tear up the first time I heard it after, <laughs> after reading the book. <laughs> um, so, I have two theories of what that song, what the lyrics are supposed to mean in that song. One is what Scott was saying, that... uh. The, since Sam was ring bearer, he technically would be allowed to go into the West to the Blessed Land with the end. And, and it would have to be removed from Middle Earth. Yes. So, uh, like Fro Frodo and Bilbo. So, but we know he doesn't go when Frodo first goes. So, one theory is that is supposed to be what Frodo is saying to Sam mm. when he's coming to get him to bring him to the Blessed Lands uh. with him. My second theory, and it's going to be like Jesus coming first to the Blessed Mother, you know, yeah. after, after he rises. My, my second theory, which will take a little more elaboration, is it is what Elrond is saying to his wife before she goes to the Blessed Land. Because oh. Elrond's wife was ambushed by orcs in the Second Age, and uh, she kind of like gives up on life because she was so, you know, uh, she was attacked and was in a lot of pain. Uh, so she leaves him to go to the Blessed Land. So I picture that being what Elrond's saying, like, I'll, I'll come and meet you. I will come back to you. And it's, it's just, know, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> or even Baron and Luthien, because, you know, one kind of dies and then one dies in despair, maybe. Yeah, I never thought about it with Baron and Luthien. I'm going to have to re-listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Quick, how is Bilbo in this scene? What? A billion? Uh, let's see. He was 111. When he left. And then 17 years passed from there, so 128. <laughs> no, he was 131, right? Because he yeah, because after he passes up the old school. Four years later. Oh, yeah. And, it, and is it just me, or is Bilbo in this scene specifically, in the last scene in the carriage, look completely different? Yeah. Well, yeah, they ate him. It looks like it could be almost just a completely different actor. Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah, I don't really recognize Ian Holm. So wait, pause. This is where they leave for the... This is the Grey Havens. Yeah, it's where they leave for the Undying Lands. Okay, and Sam's but... like, hasn't been prepared emotionally for this. But, like, earlier I thought they were gonna go there and first they took this trek through woods and stuff but it looks like the harbor is right here next to their city yeah so the great havens is next to the shire that's it's where a few days journey but yeah it's pretty yeah. close 
Yeah, it's west of I the Shire. That's where Arwen was, and yet they were trekking through woods it's, to get to the They were. Well, Arwen was going east west road. Out to the Grey Havens. It's, those are different places. Okay, this is not the city. No, this is not Rivendell. Yeah, no. Got it. Got but it. the Great East West Road pretty much runs like from Grey Havens, you know, Hobbiton Bree, Rivendell. Yep. Not that there's a road to Rivendell, but. <laughs> and she's going for the. And question number two. Oh, this is, right at this moment, doesn't Gandalf's like ring glitter in the sunlight? In the book? Yeah. yeah. This is when it's revealed that he's had a ring of power the whole time. Yeah. It's an it elven ring, ring? Yeah, it's the red one. Okay. Well, we, sorry to interrupt, Mary. It's just kind of that. Yes. Oh, no, no. It's cool. My question <laughs> very minor. There it is. Just um, there like it is. All, all the elves that were at the coronation. Yes. I thought all the elves had taken off and left for this place and that Arwen had stayed, but I thought... This is the last ship to the west. Okay. That they're going on. Which, in the movie, it's the last ship in the, to the west, but it's like an ongoing transition. It's, right. It's, even after. It's been some years since the uh, yeah. coronation. Yeah, this is like a, at least a year or two after the coronation. He had to drink some beer, finish the book, <laughs> save the yeah. shire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sam's there, and he like takes over the shine. I have a kid at this point. Yeah, Sam's got like a five-year-old. That's right. Yes, they have two kids at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Sam and Sam and Rosie would have had to have been engaged for at least six months per the church. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of reminds me of Saint Bernadette. They wanted to take her to the to the grotto and, and use the water on her when she was sick and dying and she said the grotto is not for me. You oh, know? wow. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, we saved the Shire, but it's not for me. Oh, yeah, wow. that's awesome. That's a cool cool analogy. So they, they were taking the ring bearer, so we're arguing that Sam was also a ring bearer. Why didn't he He doesn't go? have to go. Because, okay, so the idea is he needs to... Because he was a ring bearer, he is going to have longer life. But he has, he's kind of split while as long as Frodo is there with his allegiance to Frodo and his allegiance to his family. So he needs to live his whole life, his normal life with his family. And then per the end of his extended life where he would have outlived the majority of, the, of his family, he can then go to the, he has not, you know, finished his, journey on middle earth and they can can go in the west with frodo and also the evil of the ring leaves a stain on the ring bearer that has to be purged from middle earth yeah interesting but before then he has 14 kids yep wow good catholic (laughs) family 14 yeah and rosie so what, Scott, y'all will be there in about, what, like seven years? <laughs> hey, see if, see if there's any quarantine babies. <laughs> race, race y'all there. But so Frodo couldn't find love? Yeah, they never talk about him like in context of a romantic 
Well, he and Bilbo were so much alike, you know. They yeah. adventure was his love. What yeah. Hollywood mountains. didn't shoehorn that in? <laughs> the mountains. Who knows? He might find him at Elven Honey in uh in the mm-hmm. uh, coins. <laughs> yeah, you never know. A whole race of hobbits and elves. Half Lemon half. and Marguerite, you know. Ah, D D jokes that no one else gets. <laughs> oh, Frodo is a type of a priest. Um, Father Kyle saying, "Yeah, good point." He's saying Sam never put the ring on, though. But he did in the book. He did. Right? In the book, he wears it for a good bit. Yeah. Who does? Sam. Sam. That's is that how he go become uh, goes unseen? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how he follows the orcs that are carrying Frodo. But an interesting detail there, though. Sam, welcome. When back. Sam wears it, and when Bilbo wore it, he never had the same effect as Frodo seeing the eye or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. And it's because. Sam didn't have the full knowledge of just how bad the ring was, and oh. neither did Bilbo. Wow. It's a childlike. <laughs> Father Kyle wrote a paper about it in high school, he thinks. <laughs> hey, look, JP, oh, wow. the screen didn't go Here black. Go. It was white. Fade it to went white. white. And we get yet another fake yet ending. Another fake ending. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part in the animated series where, where that guy comes in with the guitar. As the most amazing tremolo you've ever heard. Yeah. Is that uh is that Burl Ives, the snowman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they pull out a tear and then as soon as it dries, they pull out another one. Did you guys see the little girl's adorable hairy feet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little blonde curls on her feet. <laughs> I'm back. That's the last word. Because it's like he's been split as long as Frodo's been there. He hasn't truly been able to be there with his family. He's cute. He's been torn in two. And now Frodo's gone and he's back. Mm. So I want to see the baby's feet. I don't think you're going to. Sad day. Oh, there they are. But they're just <laughs> regular baby feet. Where's he growing? Picture trying to put prosthetic hobbit feet on a baby. <laughs> a baby. Oh I'm sure God. he would like that, yeah. I can barely get flipper. <laughs> oh, this is like the credits <laughs> coming up now. <laughs> yeah, and he has a yellow lightsaber. Hey! <laughs> and yellow lightsaber, yeah. We did it! We did it! Okay. We did it! <laughs> now I can diminish and go into the bed. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh wait, that's not the end. No, no, was I backed oh, it up. Mary backed it up. Because I wanted to get yeah. the picture there was the another ending. We gotta we gotta <laughs> watch the whole credits of all the uh Tolkien like club members or whatever. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for all of you guys who uh, are, are joining us now or have been with us, You're thank too you. Late. <laughs> You're too late. We're about done. Mary. <laughs> the marathon of all three Lord of the Rings movies, back to back. Of course, it. with you know bathroom breaks and stuff. And yeah. um, next Saturday, all nine Star Wars movies plus Rogue One. <laughs> okay, you're mm. smoking something. There's only six. There's only six. <laughs> <laughs> there's only three. There's only three. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Father said we have to wait for the post credit scene. Oh, <laughs> there ain't none. <laughs> if only. That we're Loki's talking to Thanos. This ain't Endgame. So next marathon, forty-eight hours of every Marvel movie ever made from start to finish. <laughs> yeah. We did that last year, but not as a marathon. Not as a marathon. We did, we did, we did do it over a few Even weeks. Even the Incredible Hulks. Yeah, we. <laughs> no, we didn't do well, the Hulks. Well, we had watched. Well, if everybody has Disney Plus, then we can we can really do it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Cody's dying. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, this has been really enjoyable. We've had some awesome guests with us today. Thanks, uh, all our guests, Josie Cabrera, Mr. JP Fonte, uh, Mr. Eric Dumont, and we've had uh, Mr. Zach Mabry and Mr. Tex Deville uh, all with us today. Are we forgetting, Are we forgetting anybody? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Ashton. 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 Uh, Seppi. Seppi. All the babes. Seppi, the yeah. other babies. All the babies. Seppi's only in this Olivia and Renee, of course. The whole time. <laughs> She's my first viewing of The Lord of the Rings. That's right. Start them young. The first of many, of course. Probably the first, the youngest person to ever do a Lord of the Rings marathon. <laughs> Well, now, instead of a white noise machine, are y'all going to let her listen to the books on Audible at night? The great. <laughs> there you go. Or just the sound of... Yeah, right by Andy's or, or the Cimmerillion. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, that'll put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> you have nightmares, too. Wrap up, are there any closing thoughts? Or trivia? Or trivia. Or trivia. Let me see if I have any good cards in here. I've exhausted all the ones Come I wrote. Come on, Scott. You have to be prepared for this. <laughs> Like you've had twelve hours to yeah. get ready for these movies ending. So let's see if Ashton find. Oh, hi, Renee. She just hopped on to say hi. Okay. All right. Last Catholic nerd She's up bed, question. But... Unless Ashton finds something better, what noise did sound engineers record to create the thousands of Uruk-hai war cries at Helm's Deep? Was like pigs or something. Good question. Let's see if there's any answers. Oh, give I see. Never mind. I see my wife like actually texted. Greatest <laughs> thinking. Hey, Renee. Hi. Give us your answers in the comments, guys. I just realized we haven't been telling people. Yeah, that too. <laughs> who's who's gonna win this this prize? Either I'm hoping Maria or Maria at this point. So I don't have to pay shipping and handling. I can just give it to her. <laughs> well, I I, I, I honestly think that uh, we should send a prize to just about every person that answered the question. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, there, there was like three or four of them that answered a question right. So I don't have a Catholic Nerds t shirt. You should send me one too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can do all you want, Coach. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm no, I don't have a Catholic Nerds t shirt. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> you go mating season? Come on, represent, man. I, I, I have a t shirt for my own YouTube channel, and I only have like two videos on it. Like, come on. Father Kyle is not far off. Flamingo mating season. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, y'all want me to say the answer? Maria. I, oh. yeah. It was cheering fans at a cricket match. I, uh, flamingo okay. mating season. Yeah. Is that, that's, that's an alternate is that pretty similar, I guess. That's so very British, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so are, are we going to get to be a part of the famous Catholic Nerds exit sequence? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, I got yeah. Have you planned your exit line yet? <laughs> we need the music. I'm, I'm pulling. That was it part out. of the deal of me coming on that I get to dance to the music. I'll supply the music. Bum 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 bum. No, no, music. I'm gonna get it. Hold on, just y'all keep talking about cool things. <laughs> this Chris, ending is going perfect. Chris has some parting thoughts. <laughs> Very well. Oh. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.